Welcome to the Buried Gems Podcast, where we dig through internet literature to try and find the next big thing. Oh, I, I didn't know we were clapping now, but... Yeah, it's fine. Um, <laughs> okay. What are some other dry things? Oscar Wilde's wit. <laughs> <laughs> that is quite the... Oh, <laughs> you tickled my funny bone, sir. Please kill me. <laughs> Twas my intent. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm but not a fan are... of dry things, so I'm not going to have much comments. Bones are pretty dry. That's true. If not, you, like, not when they're alive, buddy. Not when they're alive. Well, yeah. they're very juicy, actually. I don't think you can. No, I read get about that the other day. You know, when it's though. a live bone's more like wood, you know, in terms of like how it feels. Uh, I've been wait. told. I've been told that. Did someone give you a live bone? And, and like a dead bone is like a rock, you know, it'll snap. Like live bone's much more flexible than dead bone is what I'm trying to say. Who, to- who, who told you all these facts about live bones? I watched a random like- YouTube video about ancient bones <laughs> but it's just talking about you know how i can chop through stuff it's like it's actually a lot different okay. it, it's actually easier to cut guy. through live bone because it's <laughs> more wood like apparently well that's what i've been what? told i can't but bones I was, I'll, bones are pretty dry um sand sand's pretty dry i hate sand oh, i hate it gets everywhere it's a, yeah my <laughs> patience for this bit <laughs> that's the one dry thing pretty i dry. like sand <laughs> <laughs> What about wet sand? Are you a fan sands of sands on sand? the beaches? Yeah, wet sand's pretty great. What about hot sand? Not a fan. You know, if it's cold, dry sand, I like it. But <laughs> cold, dry cold sand. Ooh, like the sandbox in yeah, it's the hard New to York winter. Very rare occurrence. Do you yeah, just actually. go to like schools and jump into like the playground? It's like I'm prefer I prefer Nova Scotia beaches. Nova <laughs> Nova Scotia beach at the 10th of December. I'd say is yeah. the perfect time. Life's a beach. Uh, life's a beach. <laughs> I mean, you're gonna have to take that mug away. It's just too uh too offensive. Wow, I can't believe someone got that tank reference. <laughs> I might keep my references nice and aired out so they don't ever become dank. We don't want to get too dry either. That's the we, problem. We, there's a whole set of problems. The whole set guy guy got a dehumidifier and then I also got a humidifier working in tandem in the same room. Seems uh, uh, counterproductive, but uh yeah, well, and you know it's, what like else? The, it's like the Goldilocks thing, though. Like, if you get too you oh, humidifier, it's too dry. You get too far away, it's too wet. You know, get right and then my the room the is room. naturally just a bunch of hot sand, so it gets very hot and dry. Right, right. So, but you know, something that is also kind of counterproductive, or I, at least I hope it's not counterproductive, is this podcast, Barry Jim's, where we look up uh, stories on the internet and read them to people and have fun. Uh, also, try to find next Harry Potter. Uh, that's that's what we do, right? Have we found it yet? Oh, no. Okay. We've gotten close, though. Okay. Seems seems like a tease. We're almost trying. There. Dak Tribal, almost near perfect. Um, okay, guys, so we got our <laughs> two... Is he the one? Of course, you got me, your host, Fancy Octopus, and my co-host and voice actor, Proper Gent. What's up, y'all? Then we got two experts in today. We got uh, the, the, the Christian robot man himself... Hyena. That just doesn't make. Oh, sense. it was me. Oh, I thought I go for the other one. You know, I'm also. I also have a PhD <laughs> in cold sand. It's related. <laughs> it's related to cold fusion. I'm really glad we you... have a very educated subset of listeners. <laughs> I mean, we have very educated listeners. We it's got a hard problem PhDs. to solve. I'm working on. They're all PhDs or plus. Yeah. 
And then, of course, we got our other guest, uh, Charlie. What, what qualifications do you bring to the table? Howdy, howdy. That. I can do voices. <laughs> okay, there we go. So this guy knows what he's doing. So I'd say what? And that's I don't the, like well, you him. Gotta, did you, get, did you get PhD in voices? <laughs> yeah. Well, Fox gave me a network deal already. So, oh. but then they already canceled it in two seasons from now. So, oh, okay. So you, so you have, what, oh, but you get eighteen episodes to do. It, well, they said I could get to where it was in its prime, and they're gonna then they'll cancel. Then it, right? they'll cancel. <laughs> right. Oh, they're yeah. gonna As, they're gonna do an Arrested Development or a Firefly on your ass. Exactly. Okay. Or a Family Guy. Even. That's that's the plan. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean that's or the Futurama. <laughs> or future i mean honestly this is just fox's that's that's their bread and exactly butter. right canceling shows right when they're getting no, the best i'm part of a long tradition i don't like this guy <laughs> noted <laughs> he hasn't even done voices yet we don't know he just did who's gonna be better i don't like it you could be he's worse there than mine do you do you feel uh threatened i feel very you? intimidated i think i'm gonna like spread out my arms and like start flapping at him do you even have so this my... guy i think he can I compete need... with me <laughs> I, need to sh- I need to show my male dominance by start honking at him you guys need to get as many feathers on your back as possible and make them look like eyes do either of you have a phd in voice work uh i have a i do not have a phd i have a uh free coupon to uh, oh cracker barrel uh, specifically <laughs> because of my voice work once for uh, you know, if you uh, send that in the mail to my address maybe that'll be enough i'd say that cracker barrel a coupon of cracker barrel is essentially a degree in voice acting well i have a library card to the caldwell <laughs> library so you know i i would say my apple watch has term. picked up yeah. everything i just said and is now letting me know that there are no coupons for phds at cracker barrel so oh we're getting that taken care of that's now, very guys. disappointing apple watch is just bringing us down but you know, let's let's look at our first story. It's was written by a guy named Lance C on fictionpress.com. Uh he's been on since May 20th, 2017. Oh and my this god. Was, and this guy published this story <laughs> November 1st of yeah, 2017. It's a, nicer, it's a fresh, <laughs> fresh. Uh <laughs> I think I know what proper gent's laughing at, so we're not going to mention what the we're not okay. going to get stuff out of this story. We're just going to... Gonna... What? It's the problem? Okay, I'm going to have to look at this. Let's see. Wait, we can't talk about it? We can't even talk about what he's laughing at? No, no you guys will see what, I'm t- what he's laughing at very okay. soon. Okay. So are you ready to start? I'm going Proper in gen- with virgin ears. So. <laughs> Metaphorically. Pure. Purity. Yeah, I don't want to see it. I want to hear it. I want to experience it. So this is... Twas the day before Easter by Lance C. on FictionPress.com. I'm not a huge fan of Minnesota. I don't dislike it. I just don't see any reason to go there. But my girlfriend Carly is from Minneapolis, and her family was having a big reunion. When she begged me to go, when she begged me to go along, I couldn't say no. Could I? So on the Saturday morning in late March, I drove Car- Carly and two of her female cousins through a thin, freezing rain to the Mall of America. Big fun for them. Boring as crap for me. While Carly and her cousins plundered Nordstrom's, I sat my ass in a padded chair near the north entrance to the indoor Nickelodeon theme park, trying my best to tune out the racket. I was scrolling around on Facebook on my tablet computer when a man sat down right to my right. I noticed with some amusement that he wasn't wearing socks under his sneakers. It was 34 gross. degrees That's and rain. Gross. That is disgusting. I yeah, I don't know how. I just the monsters. feeling. I, the feeling of the inside of sneakers on your skin. Oh, I just, agree. Yeah. Mm. We're all on the same page on this one. It, it's gross right now. It's awful, yeah. Just based on that, he has to be the villain of the story. <laughs> I mean, also, I mean, you also you have to keep your finger toenails really trimmed because if you have got any Ooh, long yeah. toenails, oh, it'd be poking through. Jab into your shoe, yeah. 
Well, yeah, the second you like trip, you know how you trip sometimes, like on your feet, like that. Snaps, oh God, that snaps your toenails right there. Oof. Oof. But this, so this guy wasn't wearing socks. I checked him out more closely. He was an average-looking young white guy wearing a brown rainproof jacket and jeans. There was an ordinary backpack on the floor next to him. He looked right and left, then nodded. Who was he nodding to? Himself? About 30 feet away, another young man stood against a tropical planter alone. He was wearing a gray ski jacket, jeans, and sneakers. There was a backpack on the floor next to him. Public masturbator, calling it. (laughs) And he wasn't wearing socks. Is that that the the moniker for this gang or whatever? Honestly, yeah. It's clearly a gang. We're the no-sock gang. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is this guy how do you know if someone's not wearing socks under their shoes there's no oh, it's socks. pretty when, obvious it's when pretty the no obvious. sock it's gang short. rolls into yeah. town every other gang declares war on us but there's like i mean there's like, i don't know why you're looking at that area but if you do look at that area you can probably tell pretty easy well i mean but there's a lot of like, there's those no socks that are low cut I, sure I, yeah, low cut well that's what I, he could be he could be assuming that you know we don't know yeah that's true, because i mean i see uh, i mean i don't know if they're popular with guys at all this, this man sounds very judgmental yeah before starting on this little Midwest adventure, I've done some homework. The Mall of America employs behavior detection officers who, according to their website, are trained to spot criminals and terrorists. They've trained in Israel and people who live with terrorism on a, ba- on a daily basis. Okay, hang on. I'm going to time out. Whoa. Time out. So he <laughs> he did homework at this mall to see what yeah, kind of police officers. the mall to see what the they, mall was about, I think. Yeah, so, before he ever went to Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Like, I really need to know about this mall before I partake. And you know, visit. Like we've yeah, already taken they, like a seventy-five they, degree turn. Are they secure? <laughs> do they have Israeli, you know, police force, you know, coming that, in? That's advising a of anxiety <laughs> that I never want to have in my life. The second what that if I the have research of a random ass mall that I'm at, that that's that's game over right there. Well, also, why are you researching the terrorism response desk right, for right. a mall? Yeah, or unless what you're the yeah, terrorist yourself, like that's what I assume. Sure, this yeah, terrorist better, better be on some lists. <laughs> oh, is that the like trap you lay? You like set up a website for like, oh, the mall police, and then whoever goes to that website, like, all right, these are the terrorists. Who else? These are the guys. Who else is reading about these? <laughs> who are trained? Uh, they train in Israel with people who live with terror terrorism on a daily basis. I haven't trained in Israel, but I've read three or four books on how Israeli anti-terror forces <laughs> operate. One of the that's things a lot of books for this. <laughs> for a specific topic, that's a lot of books. Wow, okay. One of the things they discussed is the way Islamic terrorists prefer to die barefoot. It has something to do with their interpretation of Islam. I'm looking it doesn't this take- up. Is this bullshit? <laughs> I think that's true. That's very rare. I think that actually I, is true. I mean, feet are a th- big thing in Islam, I guess. Yeah, like but, you're supposed to keep your feet clean and stuff. But, but, I, but being bare, that sounds like the opposite. It doesn't take it's much time terrible. to slip out of your shoes, but getting a pair of socks off in public without someone spotting you, figuring out who you are, and shooting you in the head is much more difficult. Now, would you guys shoot someone in the head if they had were taking their socks off? No. <laughs> Although, Israeli Defense Force we're dealing I, with here, so who knows? Who knows? Charlie just said that. Ah. Google's not helping me with the sock and terrorist. I, I have a feeling it's probably not true, but... You know, fun little fact, if it is. Uh, um, feet, uh, well, the feet are considered an intimate part in Islam. So I sure. Not, so, but when nice. you want your okay, feet protected. Okay. In the house. If this guy is already researching the Mall of America, <laughs> like, don't you think he would? I don't know. I feel like wouldn't you trust the security That's force the at the largest I'm, mall I'm in the questioning world? Questioning the author, not the character. Clearly, the character is established as, you know, in the know. Okay. He's definitely like, a little nervous. So he's a, about white, is, he's a white Islamist terrorist 
Apparently, I guess that's what's being uh. Uh yeah. Let's see. So terrorists used to arrive at their target area sockless and kick off their shoes just before blowing themselves up or blasting away with a machine gun. They quit doing that when Israelis started shooting them. This is well known in Israel, but certainly not in Minnesota. Were these two men terrorists? <laughs> Backpacks. Both were the same size. They were big enough to hold folding stock rifles and lots of magazines. No way I could tell how heavy they were, but they didn't have that light, soft, lightweight, innocent student look. Gray jacket checked his watch. He had, hadn't he just done that a minute ago? Was he impatient, waiting for his girlfriend, or was he on a timetable? I pocketed my tablet and casually... Which Both a, equally as plausible. How do you pocket a tablet? That's in that's uh, uh, tablets are big, like uh, besides the point. In the back, ca- I guess yeah. Yeah. I casually walked to a support column where I could watch both men. I dug up my phone and sent a text to Carly. Something funny going. I guess you uh, you could do the voices for this. Get, get in the air, Vince. Proper gent. Something funny going on out here. <laughs> Stay in there. Back of store best. She texted back. WTF? Just do it. I answered. Trust me. Okay. Gun control laws in Minnesota make as much sense as they do in most states, which is to say damn little. My Florida concealed carry permit wasn't recognized in Minnesota, but packing without a permit is the misdemeanor there. They'll throw you in jail in New York or New Jersey or Maryland or Illinois or D.C., and I won't go and I won't go to those places at all. In Minnesota, I was willing to take my chances under okay. my windbreaker. What on earth do you keep researching? Like we we <laughs> have squirrel stories. Hang head. on, sorry. I'm talking about fancy octopus here. So we had these stories about squirrels and like you know, you know <laughs> yeah. What is this? Cute yeah. Egyptian gods. And now we're having Egyptian gods. Yeah. Second, this is a second straight sto- uh, second straight story about like a, a shooting of some kind. What was the last? One? I don't remember that. <laughs> no, uh, we 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 just did it. Uh, the last oh, okay. episode, it was like oh. these Hispanic dudes shooting up a school. What is Jeez. what is your selection? <laughs> Fancy? Finding good stuff. I I, may, I I thought maybe the lighthearted stories weren't getting we weren't, we weren't gritty enough. We need to get a little yeah, edgier. Harry Potter, you know, it starts out for kids, but you know the kids get older at the end of Harry Potter. You know, people start dying, and so they shoot also, up this guy, at schools. This guy literally yep. knocked out like <laughs> the entire head. northeast coast. Like the like he knocked out a pretty big proportion of the east coast that you say you won't go there you won't go to dc maryland new jersey or new york this is the most paranoid mother like i know i know a lot of right wingers this is the most paranoid i think i've ever heard of any per- like you know yeah, yeah. I, yeah. in fact i i have family that conceals on them like this idea that they won't visit cities or states if they can't bring their gun, like, that, but do they functional. read four books on Islamic terrorism in, in Israel? Is, in is, those are the type I, of people that have to keep a gun with them all the time because they read all these books about like this very specific thing and they think it's going to happen all the time. Like, yeah, yeah, it happens all the time over there. Right? And it's like, do you not realize that the book is like segmented on point zero one zero one percent of all you know right. points i'm gonna go chest. out on a limb here and assume that this guy has a frequent buyer's membership with the army surplus store because <laughs> this guy definitely wears like second you market know, military gear well he well you know he's you know he, i bet he's one but of he's people probably not a surplus ever, but doesn't right? serve the military right, right? Yeah, he's never it's been like, in the yeah. military oh, exactly like a fucking paranoid totally. i was gonna join the army if it wasn't for my butt hurt I'm Gin not gonna splits. go to. I'm, I'll never go to Chicago because I can't conceal carry my gun from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous. See, I have a chronological uh, butt hurt. 
my butt hurts all the time, and so also, I can't do well. If, if he if he has to take his gun everywhere, that means he's driving everywhere because you can't take a gun on a plane. Plane. Wow. Yeah. Right. Uh, you can actually. Yeah, oh, you can. You, you have to check it. Put it. Yeah. Case. In a case. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, oh, okay. How, okay. How inconvenient is it though? It's just, uh, just like, a separate case. Okay. So I you mean, just have it, to pay a little extra, I'm assuming, for yeah, checking like fee. Yeah, thirty-five bucks, I think, or something. No, it's not okay. That's not okay. So it's not that big of a deal. To I okay, mean, if okay. you're that paranoid, where you refuse to go to New York or anything, I mean, you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna buy the goddamn luggage, you know, fee, dude. But then they know you have the gun. Then the government Uh-oh. knows. Well, in concealed carrying, so you're allowed to have a gun like on, like in your car or something like These that. Like, that's elites. usually perfectly fine. <laughs> but, but like he's concealed carrying by literally having it like on his body. Right. Waiting, spotting him. Maybe out that's how paranoid he is, though. When he's on the plane, you know, and having it being taken with him is not enough. He just he smuggles the gun on his. <laughs> right. He needs like, it with him me. in the cabin of the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry why. Don't ask. Uh, Look, I got these liberal 11. tofu farting, fairy dusting people, latte sipping. <laughs> See, what you want is a trigger happy guy. Hey, these the beta cut millennials are going to be able to protect us when the plane goes down? No, <laughs> it's me and my gun. Millennials are killing the terrorism industry. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see if this guy. Ha- let's see. Maybe these aren't terrorists. Maybe these are just normal people who don't <laughs> like socks. Sure. Let's see. Uh, let's see how this goes. In Minnesota, I was willing to take my chances. Under my windbreaker, I had a nine millimeter Springfield <laughs> Armory XDM pistol holding twenty rounds of high velocity hollow point ammunition. Here we go, why- boys. Why do you need hollow point ammunition? And you don't need Hollywood carry. ammunition. That, well, to answer your question, because this dude's a nut job. Like, yeah, like, don't, isn't that only for killing people? As someone that goes people? to gun rages, mm-hmm. yes, yes. But also, really sometimes up. you might want to use hollow points if they don't want the bullets to go through and carry on and kill like something yeah. else afterwards. Because hollow points mushroom. Yeah, aren't hollow points? Aren't isn't that the ideal for this situation? Hollow points, hollow points rip through like protective vests and stuff. I'm sorry. I'm well, guessing. I'm saying, that- wouldn't that be the choice you'd want? Because, yeah, no, it spreads apart. Yeah, and it won't it go kills, through people. Sure. Yeah, who knows? Sure. Who knows? I mean, I, I, mean, I know. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep, that's why I asked. True. And, uh, have you and read I'm pretty three sure books? I, that's, a, that's I don't how know. I Have you read it. three or four books on uh, hollow point ammunition? See, that's the thing, is that I'm not as qualified <laughs> as this army surplus warrior. Here. That's true. Army, that should be that should be like the anti SJW, the Army Surplus Warrior. <laughs> this Army Surplus Warrior. I like I like it. <laughs> the ASWs. The ASWs are coming. I ins- I installed a set of high visibility sights and some aftermarket internal parts to smooth out the trigger pull. The gun was very accurate, very reliable, very easy to hit with, and held a shitload of ammo. To my left, it's Gray Jack for killing brown people. And it's per- <laughs> just the way I <laughs> like them. Hey, you're fucking racist. They're white. He said he they were white. White as long as Harris in Minnesota. From- it actually has a white person debuff. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it, it got nerfed in the last patch. It's the white legal that- debuff. To my left, Gray le- Gray Jacket checked his watch again. I wanted to scan for other possible terrorists, but I didn't dare take my eyes off those two. Gray Jacket was start staring at his watch. Was he waiting for a second hand okay, to reach? So first of all, he has no idea that these people are terrorists right now. No, so he's, he's so, scanning around. He's so he's looking around okay. in a mall. They're so looking, he's looking at things in a mall for possible terrorists. Yes. Well, well, the no socks. That's how you could tell. The, yeah, they didn't have As socks. We've on established they, they didn't have. have socks no, on. they're all acting suspicious, and they all happen to have no socks. That's way too much of a coincidence. <laughs> just throw under the bus. Come but on. what if this guy is the terrorist? <laughs> He's the terrorist the whole time. Dun, 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 so dun. yeah, they're looking at their watch and they're they they they're looking around. So they're obviously 
terrorists. Um, <laughs> Brown Jacket was watching him into with no socks. You know, once you put that in there, the, the, yes, the no socks is the is the giveaway. You can have any of those separately, but when you combine them all into a trifecta of no socks, looking around and having a trench coat on, that's when it's you know, that's when you no know. socks nonsense. Uh, oh crap. This wasn't looking good at all, and I had no time to call for help. Things were about to get really noisy. <laughs> I slipped up. Call for help I slipped a pair of earplugs out of my those pocket. Damn Israel it. pieces of I shit. Suppose. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy's like the NSA. Pre- this guy's NSA. really prepared. He's got a gun in his jacket, and he's got earplugs. So like, which you only really use if you're shooting a gun. <laughs> like, so he's right. like ready or to go. Going to a really loud concert, which obviously I, I get. <laughs> I, I those two things go together. That I know the concealed carries uh, does not bring earplugs. Right, because it's so, so absurdly yeah. rare that you would even have to use it anyway. Yeah. Well, no. Also, as well, too, you you you're not preparing you're gonna, when you're concealed. You're going to sit there and put earplugs in important. while a guy's shooting people. Like, right. yeah, that doesn't make sense. What are you going to say? The property? second that we're not, st- if you concealed carry, you're not an idiot. Hopefully, but yeah. because the idea that you are seeing four to five different potential targets in front of you, and you think, oh, I could do this with my 9mm. You're an idiot. <laughs> you run away, you grab... You, you, you get call the police. The police. I, I mean, running away is always the, the best option if you want to save your own ass. <laughs> right? Because, like, like, the whole thing with... The reason you don't need earplugs is if it's only one guy that comes in. That That's the expectation. Is that it's a lone gunman, and that you could shoot them, so the worst case, you shoot three or four rounds. Yeah. This guy's like, Prepared for like an all-out <laughs> paintball yeah, war. Fire, Jack fire. Bauer, okay. Yeah, he's he's Jack Bauer's son. They didn't cover that in the show. I never. The watched second that there's the more than stuff, one, but. well, the rule is it two to one basically. Like if there are two gunmen versus one, you run away. You don't well, like yeah. Because as soon as you shoot you one of them, the other odds. one's gonna shoot you. <laughs> yeah, classic Counter Strike. And then you're dead Close. with a gun, <laughs> and that's pointless. Yeah, we've all played Counter Strike. Okay. We, <laughs> we we usually only we average out to a one to one death ratio. That's all I'm saying. Like I can only get to a one to one. Okay. Gray jacket nodded sharply. Everyone likes to break even. Unzip unzipped his backpack and kicked his <laughs> right shoe. To my right, brown jacket was doing the same. Great gray jacket kicked off his left shoe and reached into his backpack. He yanked out a folding stock AK forty seven. Okay, stop. Stop. Hang on. Time out. A full the future one made sense the whole like i'm pulling out a rifle and i'm pressing a button and it extends because we're in the year like 20 what 60 whatever oh, you could are? i missed that part you could, no, no, no 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 this, another story oh okay this story is 2019 there is no way in hell someone is smuggling an ak-47 even with a collapsible stock in a backpack. In a fucking backpack. It's like a TARDIS this backpack. Dumb. It's bigger on the inside. You would need well, like... You're, you would you're need not like an a... army surplus warrior, so exactly. you don't know shit. <laughs> That's his special ability. You draw <laughs> on it. It's a special... And also these white ter- these white terrorists, you know, they're a little bit more, uh, you know, schemy. I mean, maybe yeah, they're you know, backpacking like white, You know what white people are like, When's David? the last time you've seen someone with a backpack <laughs> as a backpack white in a mall? What's the last time I see what? Like a hiking, it's like a big hiking backpack, right? Yeah, like they're like really tall. They're like the they're like essentially the full, right, right. almost a full t- height of like your upper torso. Do you they're know how big an AK forty seven is? I'm tracking even like okay, okay, okay yeah. it's like the stock <laughs> folded or whatever. Like that's how it could. Do you know how big an AK forty seven barrel is? <laughs> no, I don't. They, I, I assume it's, pretty fucking big. 
Most it's guns big. I've shot are pretty big. Yeah, like, I mean, I've shot one, but I was like 12, so I don't remember. Like, I well, think for the record, one, the, AK the AK-47s are 7.62 millimeters, so they are bigger than like even your you know your weapons of war, as you know some people like to say, which are 5.56. So it's even bigger. So you're putting an AK-47 with rounds that are literally the size of my dick. (laughs) You're putting that inside just a random ass, rather generous, even a big backpack. This is, but uh, that's being generous. Okay, yeah, I guess that is that's really big. Because I was thinking last time I shot an AR, it was like it was like kind, it was like four and a half feet long with the stock out. Like even if the stock folded, it's still like you're missing the important part in this story, which is that you know AKs are what people imagine and they look cool. That's, cool. that's why this is happening. They look scary. Okay, that's the only reason. They're how do you foreign. get an AK-47 in the United States anyway? Like, how could you distinguish <laughs> it? The only you way you get an dirt. AK-47 <laughs> is if you get a bo- barrel that, that shoots AK-47. You can't just buy Kalashnikovs and just start go clacking away. Like, this isn't Mother <laughs> Russia. Jesus Christ. Clearly, someone has not been to the aftermarket Russian uh, thrift store. <laughs> it's right next to the Army Surplus store. They do a two-for-one discount. An Army Surplus warrior would make it work. Yeah, a- yeah a- fuck, ASWs, yep. He yanked, so, yeah. The range, the he was inserting a magazine when I fired my first shot. The range less than 20 feet. My, my aiming point was his right eye. Bad aim. You don't That's aim not for the head. Aim. Yeah, you yeah. aim for the chest, right? <laughs> I mean, you were the. Yep. You've done training with yeah. the actual military, Dude. especially with the with the handgun. Yeah, like. Well, the, I, I the, play Call of Duty. Anything. So that, that's where my expert <laughs> Call comes Duty. from. So, I'm <laughs> yeah, not, one shot still kills him in the chest in Call of Duty. You don't need the headshot. It's two in the it's two in the chest, one in the head in Call oh, of Duty. Two. That's how you okay. do it. You get in the corner. It's still way too. Camp, you get your noob tube. You fire a new two at them, first of all, so that's the wrong mistake. The fact so this guy should have been carrying pistol. a grenade launcher around. Yep. Correct. I mean, the guy would be dead already. I'm just worried, because this guy in real life aim. is probably expecting to get his UAV soon. So, <laughs> his three kill streak. No, yeah, so he needs to kill these two guys so he can get that UAV exactly. to find the other yeah. terrorist. Yep, absolutely. But... <laughs> he so gets, this like, guy, the, kills 40 terrorists, so nukes the whole fucking mall. I, also, the right eye, that's the small. That's the smallest thing on the face. The eye? Maybe the left eye. <laughs> no, well, you should just aim eye. for the center so that if you're off to one side, right. you know, you're more likely to fucking hit it. But I mean, I just say just shoot him in the chest. He also has hollow points, so why don't you shoot him in the chest anyways? That's right, yeah, especially, you know. yeah, with the hollow point. Like, I mean, even if his gun is as accurate as he claims it is, it's not that unrealistic that he misses by an inch on the face. Have <laughs> like, you ever shot a 9mm pistol before? A lot of yes. that's just guesswork. They like, you know, totally. you literally yep. aim in the center mass because that's you you realize there's gonna be some deviation. So I guess everybody here has shot guns before. That's oh yeah. Nine millimeter is a little bit bigger. This might be the only group where that would be true. That's well, I mean, it's just point. like compared to like a rifle, they're kind of small. So like with a rifle, you have you, have, you can put sure. it against your arm and like Absolutely. stabilize it and yeah. get good sight. You know, so much easier. You, to aim you know what I would do in this situation? I would uh you know, as a social justice warrior, I'd have my forty four magnum. And, you know, nice. just do my best. I mean, what I would do in this situation is I'd pull out some nice cardboard yeah, stock with some glitter and say terrorism is for bad people. And then I'd pick it, <laughs> terrorists. I, that is the more social justice warrior thing. I would get them banned from Twitter. I'd get them banned. <laughs> Cancel. <laughs> True. Okay, yeah, I wasn't doing it right. I'm just doing my own thing. I just I just want to be, you know, I like Clint Eastwood. I just want a 44 Magnum, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a jet of pink mist exploded out of his face, and I swung my sights to where... Pink is a weird color. Did she? Okay. Yeah. Where Brown Jacket was sitting. There was a rifle in his hand. His head was turned toward me. His mouth wide with shock. A hole appeared in his upper lip and a spray 
a spray of red painted the potted plant behind him. That's two. Screams in the chatter of automatic weapons fire erupted from around the corner in the direction of the rotunda. I holstered my pistol, no use contributing to the panic by running around with a gun in my hand, and fought my way east through the frantic crowd, past the entrance to Sears. The crowd had thinned out by that time. I got to the corner and turned right toward the rotunda, but I couldn't see shit. What the hell are you doing? I thought. Running toward the sound of gunfire? You're not a cop. Go find Carly. <laughs> oh, we know he's not a cop. We know. Let me be very clear. I, even though I, you know, headshot two of them, like, no problem. Like, yeah, I, like, yeah he's I way am, better than any cop. Like, kidding me? I, am, a, a, I am only an uh, ASW, an army ASW, yeah. warrior, <laughs> which makes me better than a cop. Because Guys, I the only other the only other archetype that this guy could possibly fit if he were an army surplus warrior would be like one of those guys that was in a special unit that like they trained <laughs> too well and he couldn't like unlearn everything. It's exactly. like crazy. Like yeah, the, punisher. I'm the reason why Saddam Hussein like collapsed only in three months was yeah. crazy. <laughs> I ignored the voice and moved to my left. A barefoot gunman was sh- firing short bursts into the Barnes and Nobles. He kept moving around, making him a difficult target. But I managed to get a. Goes there anymore? That's a terrible place to buy. Yeah, no one. Who, who the fuck? People does... don't buy books. They like sometimes get a copy. All right, let's shoot up. All right, we need maximum casualties here. Let's go to the bookstore. All right, get the guns ready. <laughs> not the <laughs> Apple Store that's right down the street. <laughs> not the, the Sears. Nope. Always not the Macy's. No, these stupid Americans. They like their bookstores. <laughs> Like, no, Tony Robbins' new book is out. We gotta go check it out, too. <laughs> I, we can pick up a copy. Yeah. Uh, but I managed to get off a shot when he paused for a second. I saw the fabric of his uh, jacket jump from the impact of the bullet. The shot was low and to the right, through the kidneys if I was lucky. He shrieked, dropped his rifle, and clutched at his lower back with, bat- with both hands. I scrambled forward and shot him through the temple. Wow. That's three. <laughs> See, this guy seems more like, like as much of a terrorist. So now he's expecting oh, yeah. the UAV. <laughs> yep. He should Not be getting killed. the radar. So he should have all their locations. UAV airbound! <laughs> nuke incoming! <laughs> <laughs> now we got a while for the nuke. <laughs> yeah, just game over. the whole fucking mall. <laughs> Gotta take Pe- these terrorists down. Peeking around a big decorative planner, I saw another barefoot terrorist shooting at people cowering on the escalator. <laughs> this barefoot thing. I'm, I'm gonna look this shit up. <laughs> He spotted me at the same instant and triggered off a hasty burst that hit the floor between us. Suddenly, I was on the floor, on my right side. Then he was aiming, and I was firing, struggling to keep the sights on him as the pistol jerked in my hands. He fell, and I had a moment of relative calm before a howling howling tsunami of terrified shoppers poured out of Bloomingdale's and Old Navy and washed over me. I caught a glimpse of a cowboy boot, and then stars and darkness. The darkness was nice. It was quiet and peaceful. I was comfortable down there in the dark, but a hint of soft light intruded through my eyelids. I wanted the damned light to go away. I was to drop back into the darkness where it was safe. Fuck, dude. <laughs> what the hell? There was a so, yeah, this, the search results get scummed up because when you search, you know, terrorist and then shoes, it's just like, oh, at the airport, you have to take your shoes off because, the you know, terrorist. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> it's gonna be there was a muffled voice I didn't recognize. A faint laugh. Someone thumped in the distance. Leave me alone. My right eye opened. I was lying on my back in a dimly lit room, which seemed to be spinning slowly. There was a door to my right and an IV in the back of my right wrist. A pulse ox monitor was clipped to my index finger. So I was in a hospital bed. Alive. I didn't have a tube down my throat, which meant I probably wasn't going to die anytime soon. 
Cautiously, I wriggled my fingers and toes and stretched my arms and legs. Everything moved, but I felt sore here and there, and my right thigh was one dull, massive ache. My head hurt. I opened my left eye. Carly was snoozing in a chair next to my bed. It was night outside and the window behind her. I was very happy to see her. I tried to speak, but only managed a grassy, a gassy croak. Carly... Yeah, what? (laughs) Carly opened her eyes and smiled. Welcome back. She said. (laughs) So casual. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, yeah, clearly matching up to the tint. Welcome back to the land of the living. (laughs) (laughs) I cleared my throat. (laughs) He's gunning for your position. (laughs) Changing hearts and minds. (laughs) God damn. It's good to see you. Did you get hurt at all? No. It was scary as hell. But we hid in a storage room until the cops found us. They had you evacuated by then. I used the GPS tracking app on my phone to find you. She held my hand. You were in surgery when I got here. They dug a bullet out of your leg and drilled a hole in your head. You had a bad concussion for being trampled. Uh, You're going to be okay. Good to know. I was shot. Yeah, your doctor said it was a ricochet. Hit you going sideways and tore a nasty hole in your thigh. Shouldn't be any permanent damage. She held up a cup of water with a straw sticking out to top to my lips and I took a sip. I looked around, causing the room to spin faster. Uh, What time is it? How long have I been in here? Carly looked at her watch. It's almost 8 o'clock. They brought you in at about noon. And you were in the O-R for quite a while. Actually, you were in for the concussion and then again for the bullet room. (laughs) Carly started to cry. What? (laughs) God damn it. You almost got killed. I never would have forgiven you, you dumb son of a bitch. I squeezed her hand. (laughs) Sorry. ASW worries have to, you know. I was too busy saving America. <laughs> Wait, what? Is that the actual line? No. 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 It would be perfect, though. ASWs, we gotta, you know, we gotta run towards the, the gun. It, it seemed like a good ed- idea at the time. It was a good idea. Said a voice from the doorway. <laughs> oh, Jack Stay- Bowers here to recruit. All right. You saved a, lot, a hell of a lot of lives today. The voice came from a tall, good-looking woman in a dark business suit with a miniature gold uh, badge pinned to the lapel. (laughs) She walked to my bedside and stood with her hands on the bed rail. I'm Captain Jan Vandervoort with the Minnesota State Police. (laughs) She smiled down at me. And you're the biggest damn hero in the history of the state. (laughs) I bullshit. Come on. Minnesota's got to have some good heroes. Well, may, uh, I mean, maybe Look, though. Actually, you killed three random people. <laughs> You're right. A goddamn hero. Has been a single the biggest hero ever. We have actually made a statue in your honor, Mister <laughs> ASW. America the- now will name babies after you. The military surplus store that you go to will be forty percent off forever. <laughs> <laughs> Every IHOP breakfast yeah, turns, will have the, the ASW off. discount is actually more than the the actual military discount. <laughs> it's like <laughs> <double>. <laughs> that seems so appropriate. 
The overhead lights came on, and the short man with a stethoscope around his neck pushed past the pushed past the cop. Well, I'm a Doctor Lindell. How are you feeling? Like there's an elephant sitting on my leg. I said. I'm pretty dizzy, and my head feels two sizes too big. I explored with my left hand. I was wearing what felt like a turban. Carly says you drilled a hole up there somewhere. Uh, yep, you got run over by the mob. Uh, you have a magnificent collection of bruises, and at least three people kicked you in the head. Ain't that a kick in the head? We had to release pressure on your brain, and the best way is to drill right in there and let it out. Where? Oh, right there. Where I'm pointing, clearly. Uh, you seem to be tracking okay, and your speech and word choice are normal. You'll have some disorientation for a day or three. Uh, no two. Two would be stupid. Uh, but <laughs> I'd say you're going to be just fine. Once your hair grows back, there won't be any sign that you were hurt. Dr. Lindell uses a stethoscope to check my heart and lungs, maneuvering around the 12 lead ECG wires attached to my tor- torso. He shined a light in my eyes, and it had me stick up my tongue. Uh, your thigh, however, was kind of messed up by the bullet. Lots of bleeding, but no arteries hit. It's going to be a stiff for a while, and your future as a marathoner, assuming you had one to start with, is in doubt. Uh, because you're fat as shit, if you haven't noticed. <laughs> uh, but some physical therapy and exercise, and you should be back to normal by June. Oh, while well, I'm thinking about it. He reached into his pocket and handed me a small, cl- clear plastic bag. Here's a souvenir. That's the bullet. Thought you might want it. Thanks. Gonna load this up and shoot a terrorist with it myself. (laughs) Put this bullet into it. I need a weapon. (laughs) Can't believe a ricochet bullet ruined my kill streak. This is horseshit, doctor. (laughs) Are you telling me I start back at zero? Is this considered a formal respawn? I should have switched to the battle rifle. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking stupid. God, I had to go back to prestige level one. Uh, my fellow ASWs are going to be so mad at me. I really let them down. I took the bag and peered at the misshapen hunk of copper and lead. I fired a few thousand of those things through my SKS carbine at the range. The SKS used the same cartridges as the AK-47. The bull didn't look all that impressive. Dr. Lindell pointed at Carly. Hang on a sec. No, a 7.62 millimeter is fucking impressive compared to a 5.56. Yeah. What the hell is he saying? Absolutely. What? Yeah, Do you want a right. 50 cal attached yeah. to the, I, the fucking scope? I actually have shot an SKS, though. That's one thing I have Let's shot. see. Oh, oh, God, that is big. <laughs> that is a Except meaty that's bullet. Why I said it's Stop size looking up dick. Charlie Sheen's dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so here's a picture for Charlie's reference. Like, that's, that's, a, that's a nasty bullet. It is a nasty bullet. It hurts. It's like three how, inches. I would. Well, I mean, it, I don't know it, how it hurts. Okay, but like, yeah, uh, it, it's a big. It's a big size. You know, yeah, like big. it's not. Like, how that's do you look big, at a seven six two? Literally fifty cal's the only thing bigger. I'm pretty sure. Maybe a, uh, a thirty normal. Stuff, yeah. I mean, this guy's trying to be stuff. a badass though, so he's got to be like, oh yeah, second biggest bullet available. Not that bad. I've shoved bigger things up my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> my asshole for America. <laughs> yeah, my asshole could take it. It can't be that hardcore. Doctor Lindell pointed at Carly. Uh, you can stay as long as you like. If he wants to sleep, let him. He pointed at the cop. Uh, you have ten minutes, no more. 
He walked out, flipping off the lights as he went. Camter Vandervoort put her hand on my shoulder. Just so you know, she said, there isn't a chance in hell that anyone will ever charge you with any crime of the state of Minnesota. <laughs> she pronounced it Minnesota. Minnesota. We know you were carrying a concealed weapon without a valid permit, and we don't care. You didn't shoot anyone who didn't deserve it. We're pretty positive the two bastards you shot outside Nickelodeon planned to go in there and murder every child and mother they could. Each of them had 15 loaded 30-round magazines. It would have been a slaughterhouse. So the men were safe? Yes, the men were fine. It, it actually, yeah. any <laughs> it was all women who weren't mothers. Thing. It's just children and mothers. I mean, fathers, yeah, wouldn't go to the Nickelodeon thing. You know, they, they're known for hating Nickelodeon shows, actually. Well, fathers are known for not being there for their children. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just because they hate, you know, Nickelodeon shows. But mothers love it. Fathers. Like SpongeBob. Something. I'm not a father, so I can't comment, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling my you, daughter, what happens. My daughter and her five-year-old were twins. Oh, uh, uh, sorry. My daughter and her five-year-old twins were in there. Who's her? Apparently, they're all daughter. safe. Thanks to you. Oh, I guess she's older. Yeah, uh, she's a mother. She loves Nickelodeon. Fucking uh, <laughs> <loves laughs> Nickelodeon. You're welcome. How many victims? How many shooters? I have an exact. We don't have fucking Cartoon Network kids in my fucking family. <laughs> Get out of the house. I'd kill them the second that I saw them if they were watching, you know, Howard Courage, the <laughs> Courage Cowardly, Cowardly, Cowardly Dog. Get that bitch. shit out of here. Turns out they weren't actually terrorists. They were deep agents from Cartoon Network. They had to <laughs> cause chaos. <laughs> <laughs> so chaos in the uh, Cartoon Network. false flag by Cartoon Network. Yeah, false flag. Oh my god. god. damn it. <laughs> Uh, Muriel, they're doing a false flag. <laughs> it's actually it's Cartoon Network. It's not Nickelodeon. Ooga, ooga, I just I just want to say that's not how the law works either. Like, oh, yeah. if, if the implication right. was that you like, you the, well, first people. of all, no, it, it, you can't you can't start setting up like these, you know. You know, like you can't rules. exceptions. Yeah. yeah, right. Like, yeah. So yeah, the well, hero yeah, of this story work. is de- also a criminal. Let's yeah. be clear, and he should be charged with the full extent of the law. Yeah, did he stop? Well, like, like uh, imagine you were a At doctor, least, yeah, and you like, yeah, killed the terrorist and took his heart out, out to give to like a transplant for somebody. You know, you'd still be charged with that. No, yeah, they just did. Then, then no even though you killed the terrorist, because that. Because the court of public opinion has him as a savior. That's you'll not get a law. Really, That's you'll get a really lenient like uh, sentencing. Yeah, you'll get a lenient sentencing. What would happen if even? I mean, this is probably say, not even a sentencing. It's probably just a fine or whatever, right? Like, yeah, it can still something. carry violations. Probably just a fine. Probably pretty uh, fine. depends on state. I'm sure. Probably. Oh, I, yeah, it depends on the state. Yeah. But yeah. here's the thing on top probably of that. Not as well, too, deal. is that uh, what I would do in that situation if I was the police is I'd look up this dude's search history. <laughs> and I would see he's the well, most paranoid. Just an ASW, upset. okay? That's a dangerous but path to go down. We don't like ASWs in Minnesota, where I'm at right now. <laughs> Minnesota. We're not a huge fan of them, unfortunately. So I think he would be thrown the full extent of the law. But right, even yeah, if that, look and be like, oh, this guy's you know dangerous. Well, like, you know, he, well, like he happened to idea, you know help with these terrorists, he, but he's also completely coincidental. Completely coincidental. We don't know that this guy isn't going to snap and just shoot up, you know. Exactly. 
you know, the mall. He could have been there to do a shooting and then saw these assholes. You right. Know, or if he's this paranoid, he, like, he just sees yeah. a guy in a turban and is like, oh, he has a backpack. Uh, you uh, know, better have my gun ready in my pocket here. You know, I've got my hands on my gun. Oh, shit, he flinched. And then, yeah, just shoot somebody. It's like this type of person doesn't seem that far of a stretch. All right. Well, anyways, we have 18 dead and several in critical condition. Total of 39 wounded. There were six shooters, four you know about, and two more just inside the main entrance. Our working theory is that the four inside were going to kill as many as they could and create chaos. A wall of targets for the two in front. You know, they wouldn't even be able to release their new show slate the next year for Nickelodeon. <laughs> SpongeBob 2.0, the Patrick <laughs> Starr show, was going to be eliminated for at least the next six months. What really happened to Steven Hillenberg? <laughs> <laughs> she smiled a hard smile. What they didn't plan on were the two off-duty Minneapolis SWAT team members who were waiting for their wives near the front doors. Those guys never go anywhere unarmed. They shot down the two bad but guys. It's a, what? But it's illegal in this state, right? Isn't that what I guess it? Well, no, because he does. No, the way that works is you can't transition from. You can't state hop with it, right? Because oh, there's, certain, there's certain requirements. So, right. Like, so example, the permit doesn't. Yeah. So you yeah, have to get a yeah, permit in that right, state. It, right. Yeah, so, like, a state of broad. Florida might have a more lax course because right, the course right. depends on the state. But Minnesota may feel like, hey, you need more hours. Hey, we're going to check your search you. history and see if you're an ASW. You know, like I know some southern states, literally, it's a it's an afternoon class and you get it, and like you yeah, know, I think, I think like, like that's messed up. We need like you know to get okay, them, so know, they just have different course. standards. Yeah. I'm pretty right, sure so Mississippi, it's like a it's like right. a Saturday morning. I mean, that was yeah, something that I, yeah, you came up some... break, Breaking Bad to where like the security guy is like, yeah, I have like a permit in you know all the states basically because you know that it, that's how you can get around it. In Arkansas, they give it to you at McDonald's if you supersize. <laughs> you just had, you, could, just you like a concealed carry with that? Would you also like some? Um, meth would you like a fries? Fries? I had a concealed carry meal. last week. I don't. Uh, I don't want to get fat. <laughs> I just love how these police officers just refer them as bad guys. Like, yeah. You know, way, way, to, way to way to inflict guilt on them already, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Like they, let, they, let them have their look, goddamn. Maybe product. they have legitimate concerns about Nickelodeon. The network. <laughs> I don't know. I wonder if this author can spell due process. <laughs> <laughs> ASWs never even speak of that. That's like God, we're gonna, more. One of these days we're gonna end up on Ben Shapiro's podcast. He's be like, look at these sons of bitches being so un-American. This guy wrote a novel that's completely accurate about us ASWs. And for whatever reason, he is just shaming us by throwing us facts and logic. Look, okay, I will have another no example of how cultural Marxism has infected the universities and how it is perpetrating <laughs> through our airwaves uh, based on based on this information they have like 12 phds between all of them this clearly shows <laughs> the education system and how it's failing our youth in america i mean they did tell me when i was getting my phd in cold sand they there was a bunch of weird courses you know i'm like you know wow these professors love to talk about and how they, they were all guns and, uh, about not Liking Israel. That was the only thing I learned in college was just, it yep. was just professor. They'd, they'd be like, like oh, hey, thought, uh, when you all remember, you know, to, you know, rise against capitalism, it was happening yeah. a lot. I'm like, I'm here to learn about cold sand. They're talking about, then they made me like bow to a picture of Karl Marx. It was really weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I have to do this to graduate. 
but I, I did what I had to do uh, to, you know, get that cold sand degree because that's what's important. Exactly. Well, and, you know, at the end of every semester, of course, we sacrifice a Republican college student as well to appease the liberal gods. Yep. <laughs> like, where is your Jesus now? <laughs> <laughs> you are a follower of faith. Call for him. Call for him. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but hey, maybe my maybe my opinions on gun control will be changed by the end of the story. You know, yeah, my opinion that has we're pretty close to the all. end. So okay, let's see if they can whip me around. They shot down the two bad guys before they could do very much damage. The mall has terrific closed circuit coverage. We have excellent video of all the terrorists and the way you and the MPD boys took them out. She squeezed my arm again. As I said before, you're the biggest Whoa. goddamn hero in Back Minnesota history. <laughs> I have Stop to ask. This guy. However, I do have to ask, why did you have earplugs with you? Carly laughed. Dun, dun, dun. Movie trailers. We were going uh, to a movie after supper, and Jack hates the loud previews and ads they wow. play before the show. He it's always the same volume as the it. movie. It's kind of a hero. ritual with him. <laughs> He keeps earplugs in his pocket and makes a big production out of the, putting them in. Sort of a God, running joke. Their commercials aren't any louder for movies. It's the same. Like on TV, uh, they do that on TV. They're, well, yeah. Not, not even not more. In they, movies. They, they got rid of that. Oh, not anymore? Yeah, they made it illegal. But, but in movies, they never did that? I, didn't, I haven't well, noticed the, it. Every, it's, if, if, the, if the trailers are too loud, the movie's going to be too loud. Right, yeah, because it gets louder for the movie, if anything. It, it must be that IMAX thing, you know, like at the oh, very the beginning. Like, I think I'm getting the wrong takeaway yeah, from, this, uh, from this story, because now if I saw this guy pulling out ear uh, <laughs> earplugs in a theater, I think I'd just shoot him. Yeah, I'd shoot him immediately. <laughs> got a terrorist. terrorist over here. Is that what I'm supposed to learn? <laughs> well, whatever. That's what I'm going with. That's what I'm going with. Uh, we'll be sure to bring our guns to the movie theater. I, I have I I reason now to believe you're not an ASW. You're actually an SJW, because you're such a goddamn <laughs> Pansy, really yeah. earplugs in a goddamn movie theater. <laughs> Captain Beach. Vandervoort chuckled. I never would have guessed. I know what you mean, though. They can be pretty loud, but you know what's louder? Firing off a gun. Anyhow, <laughs> the video tells the story, <laughs> except for one thing. What tipped you off? Those men look perfectly normal. No sucks. I explained why the lack of socks got my attention. <laughs> if I hadn't, if it hadn't been for their bare ankles, God, and my really reading gone, about babe. terrorism in Israel, I wouldn't have noticed them at all because they're perfectly make normal. This whole story just because he read Ter- this in a book, like the author actually read this book and he saw this detail. I was like, this could be a story. This could be a story hey, about the what if the white America? people? What if you're, you know, you're an ASW and you see white people, but they don't have socks, and it's like, ooh, put the pieces together. They're terrorists. <laughs> Boom, story right there. Intersectionalism. See, the thing is, is that he's kind of a coward in this story because he knows damn well what he wants to say, but he made I, I would, it white right. to like. Why, yeah. why, it, it's very weird, also, that they're specifically Islamic, even though they're fucking white. You realize that there's plenty would, of terrorist groups that are white, like is, maybe yeah. those Irish people that were bombing fucking cars and shit. You know that. Was, well, and funda- fundamentally, a lot of the mass shootings we've had, even recently, don't have religious motivations, like yeah. at all, or any. Yeah, fucking, or very you know, fucking crazy. You know, like they might be eat. political, but not necessarily religious, just, right? Right, yeah. or, or not even political. Sometimes some of the, I right. mean, the one with the well, some of the significant were, ones, obviously. But 
Right, but I mean, yeah, I mean, the but trip most, with the yeah, Air aren't... Force individual was just, you know, uh, you know, domestic violence right. yeah, just, basis for that. Vegas, we don't just, even uh, know, you know, what happened basically yet, the motives for that, so... I, right, right. When's the last time we've had him really even, you know? But this is a um, group of guys, so that is what makes it different. But it could be like fucking Nazis or something. Like, there's groups of white people that would, you know, oh, a- yeah. attack people. Not, they yeah, would be. A, why would these white people be, you know, that's a weird thing. Like, oh, it's. Is he trying to get out of being racist? Also, it's you think that's what's happening? Yeah. Probably. I don't <laughs> think we're. Like, like is he that. like, oh, it'd be too That's like when Fox News gets brown? a black person, like, hey, you say this viewpoint, and then it's like, yeah. oh, so it's not racist, we have a black person say it. <laughs> well, even right, you get the black person to say it. Usually the black person did Well, guys, before we go too off, like, oh, off the rails, usually. let's get, let's get <laughs> okay. back on track. We've been on, like, one <laughs> sentence for, like, 30 minutes now. There's <laughs> a lot of implications to this story, okay? <laughs> Terrorists in Israel stopped doing that in the 90s when word got around and Israeli, uh, Israelis started looking for it. Big red flag over there. Totally unknown here. Not for long, she said. I'll make sure of that. A single motherfucker that isn't wearing socks, they're Islamic terrorists and I will throw the big <laughs> weight of the law at those motherfuckers. <laughs> you know what? Uh... You know, maybe this is like more progressive than we think. Like these white people actually studied the culture of Islam oh. that they were joining for some reason, oh. and they're like, you know, they used to do it back in the day. You know, they took their shoes off. We need to be like these, these are uh, posers. <laughs> yep, but they're good posers. You know, it's it. They, they did their research. They weren't just trying to culturally appropriate, like mm-hmm. without even understanding the culture. <laughs> she Once touched again. my cheek. Wait, so the woman touched her cheek? The police woman? The police officer, yes. She's been touching him a lot. She's been grabbing him. I've been speaking up about this. Like, she came up and touched his shoulder. It's like, okay. Then he grips her shoulder. But she she also gripped his arm, like, hard. Yeah, like, like, hard. And he's like, said hard. Like, smiling down at him. Like, it's kind of a weird. This is a weird situation. It's fucking weird. Well, she's also like, I think she's like 50 plus. That's, like, it's gotta be, right? She's a police captain. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, it's just fucking weird. He just woke up from a, like a semi-coma for like a... It's hours. a little weirder with the age difference, but yeah, I digress. Weirder? Uh, yeah, just... A- <laughs> you get some rest, buddy. I've got two of my people right outside. No reporters are gonna get in. Nobody's gonna take a cell phone video of you. You take it easy and heal up. Thank God I was going to say some racist stuff in here. I mean, (laughs) when Carly and I were alone, she bent to kiss me. Yuck. Your breath smells like something that fell out the back end of a pig. She kissed me again. Wait, who? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who's kissing who? Carly. Carly. Girlfriend. Oh, he has a girlfriend? That doesn't sound like an ASW to me, but all right. (laughs) Whatever. That's it. I'll. I'll see what I can do about a toothbrush and toothpaste. Do you need anything else? Maybe some water. Freedom. I took a lot of that. (laughs) I'm overflowing with freedom. You see this gun I have, babe? Hang on. Pew, pew, pew. (laughs) (laughs) I took a long drink. Think I'll close my eyes for a while. Kind of sleepy. Freedom. For some reason. (laughs) With Carly holding my hand, I drifted away down into the peaceful darkness. 
the end. Freedom is that the sounds like he died. He, I think he just died. Yeah, school. that's what it's. I think like. he just died. Were they I just lying he... to him? Like you're gonna be okay, buddy. We just drilled a hole. You know, it's all. Oh, it's I all can good. see. It. Yeah, they lobotomized. You're a hero, but <laughs> they, they bring him. Like, yeah, they bring in the they top. Lobotomized top, like, him. You're you're a hero, buddy. We're gonna make statues of you. Yeah, you're such a fucking great guy. Like, are you playing that they treat him like you know like a kid with cancer? <laughs> oh, that's like a bad. Yep, that's that's like, exactly what I'm saying. Like he, no, he helped with the terrorist attack, and they're like, oh, he's fucking dead. You know, he might wake up. And they're like, all right, we're going to, you know, make it, you know, a good send off. He just drifted away into the peaceful darkness. Like that's, does, that yeah, is that sounds like dark death. sound. Absolutely. That sounds like death. that doesn't sound like sleep. I, I'm going <laughs> right, to assume right, that dead. sounds fo- like has a finality to it. It's just very. So that was the day. It was the day before Easter. Um, <laughs> to my knowledge, it wasn't Easter. And Easter had nothing um, to do with it. Yeah. That nothing to do with it other than the fact that I guess it's published in the, it's Christian related, you know, so another weirdly. Yeah, it was published in November. Yeah. And it's a day before Easter. Why wouldn't they? Do that? I guess. Like like the also, day why of, wouldn't it be right. the twas the day before Christmas at the Mall of America? That would be the time you'd actually want to shoot up the Mall of America because yeah. people so would guys, be there. Like, right. here, here, here's an important thing we need to discuss, though. So what I'm saying is, we have a compromise. that will bring America together. We just take away the guns from like Cartoon Network specifically, because oh. I it, clearly Cartoon Network is like raising white white Islamic terrorists or something. Yeah. You guys know my position. I mean, Pat Roberts has been saying that since the 90s. So. <laughs> Honestly, reading the story makes me want to, you know, take away more guns from Americans. It's weird. It had the opposite effect, oh, yeah. I think. Yeah, like, like, hey, like I'm, gonna... I'm super for, you know, pro Second Amendment, but like, th- this dude is like <laughs> fucking crazy. Good argument. This is why I'm more. I mean, this is literally why I'm more on the gun control side because I'm like, yeah, people like this, you know. <laughs> you know, I'm just going to kind of put this out to the whole panel, but uh, next Harry Potter? <laughs> no, I, I'd say so. I'd say this is definitely. Yeah. This, I think I we mean, could it's milk a rich cultural. This. Like, he's like building hunt. a world here. Like, these white Islamic terrorists. So we got to deal with that. Great world building. So we got this movie here Cartoon Network and the Nickelodeon feud. But we also, you know, we could easily make this an eight movie series. Oh, easily. Easily. I think there's so much to go. He, just this one. He goes just to a movie story, that's even. too loud, and he ends up shooting up the crowd. That could be like the the bad middle part where like people are like, is he, is, has he but, then, but then <laughs> they're like confused, they're conflated. They're like, should we even support this character anymore? I mean, he just committed a mass shooting. Just committed a mass then he comes around in the Mall of America. It's his comeback story, and then he shoots up some random white people there, but they were terrorists. So his. His, you know, his shooting uh, was for good that his, time. Islamic terrorists, those white Islamic terrorists, yeah. So it's not a convenient white terrorist group to go to. Nope, at all. Nope. No, Fact, I mean nothing. I can't think of nothing um, at all. Like okay, not multiple ones. Okay, look, hey, I'm not sure I can think of anything like that. You know, I can't think yeah, of like any I'm thinking white like terrorists. K, K, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. K, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like K, it's almost like having K, three strikeouts. You guys are being ridiculous. <laughs> we know for a fact that the only time anyone ever commits a violent crime like this is when they're Islamic. So it doesn't matter the race. So, if right. you're Islamic, so they're white. Yeah. Right. Look, where are the parents? Is what I want to know. Race, except for when <laughs> they shoot. Why are the well, school, the fathers the were sneaking away. Build. The fathers were sneaking away to watch Cartoon Network. See, this is cultural Marxism, uh, but this is the effect. This is the effect. Ben we Shapiro get, was right. <laughs> we get. I mean, this is why men someone need to attacking the Nickelodeon so that Nickelodeon can't, won't be played See, nonstop. This is like actually men, a result want... of the sexual revolution. <laughs> <laughs> yep. This cartoon. Well, guys, Look, these um, terrorists just made their goddamn beds. 
This wouldn't be uh, an they wouldn't be. <laughs> if we the terrorists are more like the I mean lobster. they have everything going for them. They're white. Why are they being Islamic terrorists if they just made their I, yes, I don't understand. Bed, they they they, they, they are the right they look perfectly normal. I don't understand um, why they uh So let's uh, to let's get into ratings here. Uh Charlie, how many how, how many out of Harry Potter's out of 5 would you give this? Any criticisms any support? I give this zero stars out of the 50 on the U.S. for <laughs> No, you know what? I'm actually, I thought it was pretty awful, and I'm surprised there wasn't a line when he was in that hospital bed where she was like, you can sleep if you want. And he's like, I don't think I'll be able to ever, ever be able to sleep. Not while America's just- enemies are still on the prowl. Not while they're awake. Yeah, justice Freedom never sleeps. Uh, people like you. So justice is I, I'm assuming that's like Doesn't a one. Have- yeah, one. One out of five. Uh uh hyena what's your rating i'd rate it one stripe out of 13 on the flag you know from the original color (laughs) but uh i I don't know like it wasn't the worst written thing ever but you know this concept was weird yeah very asw-y i don't i'm not a fan of asws you know changing my mediums and you know trying to change the culture of my fanfics on the internet like i prefer uh Mm -hmm. you know some of the previous stuff we've done this asws you know they're just bringing their politics into my into my short stories on the internet (laughs) and i don't like that Uh, because look at just look at how much discussion we had you know talking about the real world like i don't like that i don't that's you know i feel icky and scared i don't want to talk about (laughs) real issues and politics you know i just want to read a story and you know it's just dumb and you know shit happens i don't i don't want to think well you don't so, yeah just, one one out of 13 you just don't want it to be too real and this guy's right? totally is they, like these asws always bring their politics into it you know it's just like oh you know here they are with their guns again god get all political well it's like you can tell this guy definitely if he went to a&m would have been in the core for one semester and then that's it because like it, it restricted <laughs> yeah, his naked. ability to actually learn real military combat stuff. <laughs> turns out uh, it doesn't feel like you have much freedom when you join the actual military well, uh, I don't, you know, a lot of people tell you what to do. So we got two ones. And uh, well, to be fair, I think uh, I think hyenas was like a point three technically. Yeah, because there's one out of 13. 13. So it's, I mean, right. no, I, I give it a it depends because like, in terms of the so here's the thing, like in terms of like the writing, it was actually, you know, maybe slightly better than the as average. a story at, compared to story. Harry Potter, what bad. would you get? Well, so no, just for as a thing, like a book, like you're not like when you make a book review. You're not like, well, you know what? Uh, technically, from a grammatical point, it's a five out of five because there are no spell. It's like, what do hey, you that's rate it? Published books because they all have, you know, good enough grammar. I, I'd still give it a one out of five, maybe okay. not one out of thirteen. Okay. I wouldn't give it a one out of thirteen. One out. That's of five. fine. One out of five. But five is hard to make America, uh, you know, yeah, make it freedom like. So We've I'd had give five this- great wars we participated in. There you go. I, I would also give it a one out of the five great regions that make up the manifest <laughs> destiny. The five great lakes. Five great lakes. Oh, America. Yeah, we do have that. Uh, I give it one lake out of five. Um, <laughs> Which one? Yeah, I Which mean, lake? Oh, it's Erie. Like it's Erie. It's the worst one. <laughs> Obviously not superior. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, we really ought to invade Canada. Just I'm a lake inferior. No. I'm a lake. Su- I'm a lake uh, supremacist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I only go to Lake Superior. But um, I know lakes. That's, I know Great Lakes. <laughs> that's what the white terrorists should have been. They should have been Lake Supremacists. They shouldn't have been Islamic um, terrorists. Yeah, I don't know. This was just like it's in, it's kind of interesting to like see uh, someone who's this fucking insane like work like their anxiety that they have about terrorism 
it's just weird to see like yeah. it pull back it's a fantasy it's a yeah, it, like it's pure fantasy and it's so it's interesting to see that there are, i know there are people who are actually like this and think like it's this like and a are fantasy this with a specific you know goal oh with for asws this is totally masturbatory this is yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. this is definitely they, like I, I mean i just finished right now as a fellow asw as <laughs> i a, mean i did too but that's unrelated so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we, 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 there's something else happening in, in this room <laughs> uh yeah so i give it one one out of five lakes uh what about you proper gent i'm i'm gonna go a little bit more in depth i feel like and <laughs> i uh talking about, i don't know i just i just feel more uh, passion, I guess, for this type of you know, because well, it was inaccurate. Is that why you're more sorry? So part of it. Here, here's what I would say. One, you got you two, uh, Charlie and Hyena. You guys did not read the other story called. Oh. Udon- we just re- it's back to back, so that's why I feel like I can add right. a little bit more to it. So at the very least, they they had world, you know, world building and like you know, story behind it. Interesting and stuff w- going on. And I would say that the the school shooting was the worst part of the book. I think we even agreed then. Like, you know, the second that you made it like, you know, a shooting, it just devalues it. It's almost, you know, at this point, it's just numbing. It's just, you know, like we're so as a society, so done with seeing the news all the time that I almost feel like the twas of the day before Easter was almost supposed to be shocking. Like, oh, there's gunmen. There's a mass shooting that's going to happen. Like. Like, I literally in my brain, when they said, yeah, only 19 people died, I was like, oh, is that it? It's not bad, yeah. Wait, <laughs> right. I'm pretty because, sure they whoa, took, political. I'm pretty sure this is just the plot <laughs> of that one uh, level in Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. No Russian? No yeah. Russian. No, but no <laughs> Russian had like a thousand people die. I'm well, not yeah. going to lie. You just kept going. Sure, yeah, uh, that had, wait, yeah, that would have been. The like, level that you were allowed to skip. Life, yeah, that'd be absurd. Whoa, proper gent, you're done with that soapbox? Can I borrow it? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what's, you know, what'd be actually, you know, interesting and just make it fully, you know, Modern Warfare 2 is like, okay. you know, like uh, American Spy was a part of the Islamic group that like, you know, and so he, he sees, like, you man, know, he's the one of the ones that really died. downhill, they're... <laughs> And so, so Call of Duty, man. Call of Duty Two plotline happened. Oh, is Iraq America, again? Iraq um, put these white Islamic terrorists over here. We got to invade America Iraq. America invades oh. itself. What? That's what happened. Okay. America would invade itself. Okay. I'd be down you know, for that because there's American spy. I can see it, and that could be you know whole neat. The uh, the great uh, Cartoon Network. Uh, nin- fuck, what's the other channel? <laughs> so this author, I would say this the civil, author probably, the next civil probably about nineteen, right? Nineteen twenty. I mean, he has a girlfriend. It's implied somewhat that he, you know, he's able to be resourceful enough to, you know, go to another state and be perfectly fine. And I so I would say, you know, I think it could be 30s. a mid twenties guy, even. Okay, or 30. So even, I, I, I could be. And that honestly makes it less excusable. Exactly. Because the the amount it's really uh, scary as a society when you look at stories like this, just by how little. They know, and it, especially in stories like this, where they try to act like they are a focal point of objectivity. It's making it and a like badass pro- thing too, right? Which play, which it's not in real life. Not this like badass hero moment. Like this idea that that somehow you know he's just big dick swinging and just takes out a couple of people. Even if it's, a, if it's supposed to just be you know turn off your brain and enjoy the story, that's a terrible sign. It's a little fucked up of a thing to choose to do that with, right? I don't know. It's especially, yeah, especially that. And then the justification for it, I mean, let's be real here, even though that he made it very clear that they were white, <laughs> th- this had the most they ridiculous were, there was that, like is that racial overtones. So I've even, it's it's honestly worse to me. Like, you I, know, I think so, yeah, too. Like because, yeah. 
because it's like he wants to, you know, it's like at, at some point you got to be able, you have to look at a story and be like, this is a terrible story. Yeah, that's like, bad. I, I think this is the first one ever where I'm like almost borderline insulted that this is a story because okay, <laughs> the it, concept of it is like actually, you know, maybe like even harmful to some extent. Well, first of all, this is a terrible story for, for youth in general because it, <laughs> right. tol- it totally sets up the wrong expectations in life. And no, yeah. like, so here's the thing about Harry Potter. Harry Potter is okay. a wizarding okay. world, and we understand that it's fiction, and we understand it, that, you know, right. there's, there's things that exist in that world that cannot apply to us. So when Harry Potter goes to defeat like you don't the have Dark to explain Lord to your Voldemort, kid like, oh, oh, kitty, uh, you know, Voldemort, you can't go one v one Voldemort, kid. <laughs> that happens in real life. That's unrealistic. Uh, Bucko, so Bucko right, Root. so now on multiple levels, one we have pretty much being told by a police officer, you know, a symbol of authority, like in this you story, break the law. You can break the people. law; it's perfectly fine as long as it pu- pushes a political agenda. So like you guys if you're are like pro saving- wand control, apparently. Uh, yeah, well, you, guys, you guys are you big government stooges trying to take away my the freedom. Next year, trust me, I totally get it. Homes. In fact, it's ironic that I'm the one spouting at this point because I feel like I'm the least big government person here. Well, it's but, not even about about it's, the guns, though, it's like the the racist uh, others. Okay, to be fair, all, you got, I feel like he has a level of responsibility. The race stuff, and I know it, they make clear is white, but no, it's it's the hero thing. That's yeah. the problem because yeah, it can hero. encourage people that shouldn't be doing that to go and be looking for situations where they'll encounter that. To to look for situations, absolutely, because that's absolutely. what Zimmerman did, right? Yeah, he was looking for a situation. Like, the where second he could that shoot you have somebody. a a person that has that level of anxiety in their life, well, first of all, if they have that level of anxiety. Do not own weapons. I'm telling you right now, if you're literally worried about mass shooters like coming into your thing that you're going to read four books to see and research the, <laughs> right. the mall that you're going, that's that that's not what see their security. concealed carry is about. It's literally a security blanket that you really shouldn't think about. Like, you know, it should be on your person and that, that's it. You know, like if you have to pull it out, you have to, it's a reactionary thing instead of a proaction thing. And this right. entire novel is use proaction against individuals. And that's not. That's not even so like it just a, not a representing a responsible way to conceal. Well, I would read. I read the story. I'm like, ways. I'm like, this dude should not have a concealed carry license. Period. Like he he should not be allowed to have one. Right. He, like honestly, he might not be able. Like yeah, he shouldn't like even be allowed to. Yeah, he shouldn't even be allowed to own guns. I don't think because of the level of anxiety that exists in his life, where he has to re- You know, he he's mentally not stable at the very least. Pretty much I, uh, all I would say with it is that this is a terrible conceptually, and honestly, it shouldn't, you know, I think that this author, who, you know, whoever, what, what's their name? Lance. Uh, Lance C. Uh, did we even, did we even get a bio oh, on him? Oh, of course. Did they have anything? Right. No, he didn't have a bio yeah, or anything. The... Okay. Well, I, I'm saying if he ever hears this, you need to, I think you need, might need to put this like I'm totally down with freedom and you know being able to you know publish whatever you want and freedom of speech or whatever I could see this literally be dangerous to the public like people reading stuff like this and I wouldn't be surprised if someday like people you know quote stories like this as used for justification for more terrible acts so not that, literally that, this story but this concept right, right. yeah the like concept and, and like this idea of doing proaction against individuals and assume well, out. it was all assumption too I mean, when he was picking out, you know, gum and everything, it was totally based on assumption, you know, and key factors that don't make any sense. So, right. 
I, I can't even, I don't want to give this a rating. Yeah, I just want it. Just Zimmerman vibes. Yeah, that's problematic, real not, uh, it, 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 Take it down. That's all I got to say. <laughs> this, this doesn't get a rating. It's, it's written okay, you know, written fine, but this is not the story you want to tell or publish or even be out in the public because it's. Or review. It's messed up. <laughs> or review. Or re- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is just an actually, you know, real world messed up story. Here, I guess, is what we all agree on. <laughs> I mean, I thought it would be yeah. a good read for a good read for a third grade, and that's what you know, some you know, a pro, like a pro, you know, concealed carry person, if it's responsibly done, you know. Well, so it seems like people were not fans of this story <laughs> at all. But we did say it has a lot of expansive material you can make into Harry Potter. So, yeah, so you know, on the Harry Potter scale, I'm gonna have to call the publisher and tell them not to go forward with it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people are too triggered by the politics, you know, these ASW uh, politics. We're going to take a quick break <laughs> for our commercial sponsor people. American whoever. Sniper on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we'll be back right after the break. Hey there, so uh, this is Fancy Octopus here, and I'm just going to give a quick little PSA for the different ways that uh, we can be found on the internet, because uh, I guess we haven't been, I, well, we just haven't done it yet, so it might be as well good, be a good time to do it now. Uh, but as always, you can send recommendations or emails or whatever to buriedgemspodcast at gmail.com. That's B-U-R-I-E-D-G-E-M-S podcast at gmail.com. We can. There's also our website is a great way to listen to us. Is also see the stories. We do link all the stories that we review on our website. So feel free to go to buriedgems.podbean.com to go see that. Um, you can also go visit our Patreon at patreon.com/buriedgems. Uh, it won't turn. It won't turn up in the Patreon search because it is explicit material. But you know, if you want to come support us or just check it out, you can always go there. Uh, or it's also linked on our about page. So you can also just go to, once again, buriedgems.podbean.com, and you can find us there as well. Um, on the Patreon, we only have one tier so far, and it's a $1 a month tier. It's very affordable, very cheap, and it gives you access to our Discord server, as well as the opportunity to get an li- uh, Internet Literature PhD, which is only available to Patreon members. Um, other than that, you can also find us on Twitter at Jim's Baird. Not super active, but we do have a few tweets, and we also send out me- uh, episode notifications because sometimes our schedule is a little weird. So if you want to be able to, instead of having to check constantly back to your Spotify or whatever, you can just get a tweet. That's great. Uh, we love that you guys listen. It's awesome to hear. So uh, yeah, uh, just a quick little notification. Thanks. gotten some poems for us to lighten the mood after the last heart yeah so um we're gonna do something a little different we're gonna we're gonna read some poetry um beautiful <laughs> i'm not sure how we're gonna rate poetry are we gonna do one out of five or are we just gonna think about it let's rate it one on a scale of five i'm, I'm confused how it goes on the harry potter okay. scale you know making a cinematic universe out of poems that's gonna be difficult it is it is it is difficult to do but but we it can't can be it. done <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so... This is the crossover episode with the Emily Dickens verse? No. <laughs> <laughs> Are you guys uh, big poem fans? 
I am. I like. I think I. I think I've actually talked about my poetry experiences before in another episode. So yes, oh, yeah, slam I poetry. do like poetry. I love my pent up emo aggression. I, I've thought about buying a poem book before, but I've never pulled the trigger on that. The I think the only poem book I've really read that wasn't a kids book was Bukowski, which that was okay. a pretty good book. I liked it. <laughs> I think it was called. Um, represent. I think it was. Uh, it was called. I got a little drunk and played the piano like a percussion instrument until my fingers bled a little bit. <laughs> it's, it's a long title for a book, but it's a pretty good book. I, I highly recommend. Um, okay, so the first artist we're going to look at today is goes by the name Arceo. Uh, they joined Fiction Press in May of 2005. Is, and, okay, okay, just real quick. Is there like a specific poetry section for this website? How's that work? Yes, there's a, there's a lot of poetry. Okay. You can search by poetry. Um, they have a, they have 42 different poems and their bio is just a Pablo Neruda quote, okay. which is, I want to do to you what spring does with the cherry trees. I, kind of rape. I don't know enough <laughs> about cherry trees <laughs> right. to confirm or deny. Yeah, does spring exactly. flower or deflower the cherry trees? <laughs> I want to make you release your seed. I'm going to, I'm going to reflower you girl. I'm going to, I'm going to get all your pollen. <laughs> Give me that stoma. <laughs> And um, I'm actually hermaphroditic. You know, one fucking of those glucose. <laughs> so I, I can fertilize myself. Uh, so what are you? How are you gonna? What are you bringing to the table? Huh? <laughs> I can do that myself. So, uh, f- so the first poem I got from our Oseo on Fiction Press is called "Paper Girl." Okay. Are you guys ready for some thoughts? Is this a sequel to the Paper Mario series? Because if I, so, I believe I do believe it's, in, it's in the Paper Mario. Since we're doing poems, we should do like predictions of like how this poem's going to go down. Like paper so, Mario, Paper better. Paper Girl. Uh, it sounds like it's going to be like a depressing. Like she's fragile, and it's going to be sad. She's That's easy to be guessing. cut. Yeah, easy oh, cut. You know, stuff like that. Or she cuts. Yeah, she paper she cuts, cuts herself people. to make art. So okay. origami. So we all. So we agree on that. Yeah, that's our guess. She cuts herself with paper. Feel <laughs> 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 something. <laughs> um. Okay. Here we go. Paper girl. Fold your corners first. Those precise, conspicuous edges of yours. They are sure to cut the ones you love, but fold them delicately. If they are too blunt, you'll offend your suitors with your brazen masculinity. You are fragile. <laughs> Do as you're taught. You won't bear such heavy burdens as swords or pins or thoughts. Take what he puts in your mouth, but make sure what? To, what? <laughs> to only what swallow. Takes, whoa, whoa, whoa. Put in your mouth. Take what he puts in your mouth. Take what he puts in your mouth, but make sure to only swallow what the most beautiful woman in the whole room eats. Oh, my. You must analyze. <laughs> <laughs> you must it's like the perfect moment for that (laughs) you must analyze the expanding outlines in your mirror each day mastering the art of painting contours for those who would desire you when the gods shoot bolts of lightning and fits of passionate rage from the skies above your pretty head you will bow to them your spine bends. Feel the tresses of your long hair cast about the bones of your cheeks and let them collect every foolish tear. And when you feel alone, cup yourself in the sides of one hand and gently unfold the frayed corners of the crumpled papal girl within. Thoughts? Uh, I mean, I liked it. did a lot better it's than pretty, I thought. It's not I bad. 
Not bad. Yeah. Actually, bad that's yeah, that's actually you know pretty. That's good. pretty good, right? Yeah. Um, I thought the taking what he puts in your mouth thing was a little. <laughs> yeah, that part seemed like <laughs> extremely explicit. Sexual, but <laughs> well, I was I was anticipating at that moment that it was going to go even more. It was going to escalate even further. Right? Is it going to yeah. keep when going? Like holy I'm shit! Like, no, this is good. <laughs> so yeah, uh, so I think we all agree that's a pretty good one. Um, any anyone got particular thoughts about it? Um, right, I, the God part threw me for a loop. That part I was not. A, that came that was a little interesting. Um, I, I, I do think it's weird that they say you will bow to them and then it's your spine bends. I thought that was a weird line. I, I like that wording now for that. Your spine. Like, I don't know. That's weird. I guess it means that you actually did bow. Well, yeah. I, it's just a very, you know, poetic way of singing. Well, who would have okay. guessed? <laughs> you can't just say she just bows to the gods. You got to be fancy. That is true. The chariot of the gods. The chariot. Of the bowing to, to the gods. Ancient astronauts theorists suggest. <laughs> God, I've been looking. I, I I just passed by the History Channel the other day, and it was only you passed by it. Like you drove by. Yeah, I drove by the History Channel. It's a dangerous route to take. <laughs> I took a left at National Geographic Street. Okay, so we got a newer poem from Arceo next. I think okay. it's newer. Uh, is it newer? So that last Wait, one was published January. Actually, it was just that quote no, for this. Person. It's just that quote about the cherry trees. Right. Um, so that last poem, Paper Girl, was published January 16th. And this one called Saint Truth or Dare was okay. published January 14th. Okay. Both of this year. I, like I want to do to you what George Washington does to cherry trees. <laughs> <laughs> so Saint Truth or Dare. Okay. Truth or Dare by R. I, I honestly don't even have a guess for this one. You know, we were kind of right with the last one, you know. The girl, you know, was like, yeah, oh, you can hurt other people if your paper's... It rubble. was more about her folding herself to make it to where... where other she wouldn't hurt, hurt other me. people. Yeah. Yeah. Conforming to society. This one does have a bio under... has a subtitle, and it's Double Dog Dare You. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, do you guys have any predictions about this poem? I, I really don't. Those seem pretty contradictory. Dogs you know? will be involved. At least two. At least two dogs. <laughs> yeah. Like a truth or dog or t- fuck. I said truth or dog. <laughs> truth or dog. <laughs> truth or dog. It's you dog every time. Or wolf. Is or that even a punishment? Dog. <laughs> All right, for my turn on truth or dog. <laughs> <laughs> wolf, wolf. Mark. <laughs> I'm gonna do the uh, double dog. A double dog. You guys ready? You. When I was 15, I punched the screen out of my bedroom window and hopped away, knowing full well I could have just as easily opened the front door instead. I'd posture. You double dog dare me? Out of pure curiosity, testing the boundaries and the limitations of my microscopic world. I nailed it. (laughs) Expanding my lovely tender lines as far as they could reach. Once I drank Southern Comfort out of a classmate's metal flask. <laughs> Everybody's done that. Like what? I'll get why you are. So I, I accepted a random glass of cheap red wine on a night train from a perfect stranger and it debarked a flushed weed and one. charming. <laughs> I had my routines too. A little sativa, <laughs> salvia. I mean, <laughs> how I always found her in the haunted darkness of the oak trees. Slinkling towards and away from one another like phases of the moon. There, we would gleefully shatter all our teenage promises in an hour or two, tossing our hair and laughing all the way home. And later, when I was surrounded on all sides, I found every distasteful ankle angle another savage oh, okay. opportunity <laughs> yes. to push. 
Cover up your ankles. God. Sluts. It's distasteful. <laughs> Wait, what? what? Cover up when your you, ankles, you sluts. Well, you said you meant angle, but you said ankle. Yeah. This, this is Amish poetry. That's really risque. <laughs> <laughs> to push my tolerance to the extreme. Humiliate him. Humiliate me. I've torn men and women to pieces like a dominatrix clown, oh, and no what? one can be. <laughs> Whoa! Okay. Oh my! <laughs> a dominatrix clown? You want to see me make a giraffe? Ah! I feel like that's like more of like an oh no <laughs> situation. <laughs> oh my! And no one. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, what is what I can do with this unicycle? <laughs> oh my! <laughs> and no one can be absolutely sure of how human I remained, in oh spite of how God. mutable I seemed. Because clowns are human. I mean, a dominatrix clown, like, yeah, you're not human anymore. I, okay. Hey, don't Fine. kink shame. I'm so kink shaming. <laughs> there is no safe I am word. Kink- <laughs> Our safe word is Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, but there, there, that was all a long time ago. Now, these days, I am the patron saint of my own quaint village church. I am long since dead, of course, with eyes and hands of stone displayed just above the doorway, welcoming all who come to pray at the altar within me. She is Saint Truthardare. Her will okay. of incremental honesty paired with blind um, faith to watch the intrigues which unfold while dousing her lips with truth serum. She is drawn to disjointed places, perhaps for sole purpose of staring intently into the dimensions of Pandora's box and feeling anything besides passive acceptance of the sights, but don't be fooled by her all-American appearance or her practical way with words. She is no saint. I might go open up a bottle of truth serum. Mine for the long. next one. <laughs> so, how'd you guys like that one? Uh, I actually liked it a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty yeah, good. Like, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what was happening. So, much, internet but poetry is definitely got a better track record better so bar, far than yeah. internet literature. Yeah. yeah. So we just must have randomly picked a pretty decent yeah. writer. I don't know. Yeah. So, any more thoughts on this one? Um. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> this has got a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. Look at the, they, they've had a, a, an interesting life. Yeah, apparently. Or Drinking or Southern Comfort in the park. Very lot. good at making stuff up. Exactly. Either way. Either way, it's good. Look, all I'm saying is that all lies have some truth in it. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> you so, know, she's not a Don Manatrix clown, but it, she's, <laughs> she's, you know, I don't know. How do you veer in the direction of Don Manatrix clown? <laughs> <laughs> How do you half ass that? You're like I don't know. An assertive mind. <laughs> assertive mind. <laughs> it, it's a sassy mime. Yes. <laughs> so she's she's parts of the way there. It was a so, politician for the clown, you know. <laughs> Politicians, but they're all clowns. <laughs> so I found the next poet we're going to be talking about is called Fabula Ma- Fabula MC. Um, that's F-E-B-U-L-A-M-C on FictionBreast.com. He joined in 2005. Uh, here's his bio. Hello, visitors and fellow writers. My name is Febula MC, and I am a refreshed fan fiction reader and writer. I'll be posting some stories after I've written them. 
I am fairly new here as a writer to FictionPress.com. I've read countless fan fictions in my life and always wanted to write a fan fiction, but never had the strength to get my thoughts together and finish a story. And though I do fear that my work will be nowhere near the best of the best writers here, I feel as though I have to write my a story to satisfy I, I my that, desire I to be write that stories. I'm unsure of yourself. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but hey, yeah, I mean, it's really easy to be the top. Well, it's really it's easy. Swimming to be in my mind the for the top. past 15 years. I've always loved reading fan fiction as a kid and love to daydream about stories and create my own endings to them. Now I have the chance to. I hope you guys out there read and enjoy my work when it's posted, lol. I'm open for both positive and negative reviews. I can't wait to get my work out there. He's like, if my weird cousin Lance can do it, then I sure can. (laughs) (laughs) So the first poem we're going to read from him is called TTDLTMD. Which stands for "Tough Times Don't Last, Tough Men Do." So he um, deviated his what? Or what's that? Yeah. The word for that thing? <laughs> it's T T D L T M D. For "Tough Times Don't Last, Tough Men Do." Uh, but he made an acronym, published? but then said yes. the title anyways, right after the acronym. Yes. I just don't get that's why just that. Lazy. Uh, so <laughs> this was published April tenth in two thousand five. It has two reviews actually, so we can read the review. We'll okay. read. We'll, we'll do read that the reviews after. afterwards. We don't want to yet yeah, have a you know poison the well here. Yeah, you guys need to come in fresh. So this is TTDLTMD by Febula MC. It sounds like a rap song. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> featuring Kanye. <laughs> tough times don't last. Tough men do, and women are there to keep a man's hope true. Sometimes he can get by and the woman will see uh, the sign. Yeah, Support and trust is the best way to go in a relationship that is bound to grow. Like the mightiest of trees, the roots are deep and strong. Like the river that flows peacefully, you can hear its soft song. Love is good. Love is strong. Love can explode like a bomb. Feelings explode. <laughs> God. Yep, we found the other side of the well. <laughs> Feelings are exposed. You can't stop the incredible force. Sometimes it dies over time. And you may not have a choice. Keep your heart pumping strong. Trust your feelings. You unsteady breathing is enough. She can tell you're squealing. Calm down. Relax. Both of you can make it. Take the small steps. You don't want to break it. If things don't turn out right, you can't fit the shoe. Just remember, (laughs) tough times don't last. Tough men do. That was a little Susian. Like two parts, the two parts of that that where I was laughing sounded, I felt like I was in a Dr. Seuss book temporarily or something. (laughs) One I, fish, two fish, say, blue fish, red fish. I, I mean, his I, rhyme scheme is very simple. It's just A, A, B, that's why B, I felt like C, 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 D, D, E, E, F, F. Also, very sexist uh, opening. Like the, Also, um, what the fuck happened? <laughs> so, well, see, so women victory. are there to, you know, help the man, you know, achieve their right? dreams in a relationship. And, you know, and then, and that's it. And then and they're happy. The and they're happy. Yeah. Like what? So, uh, was it trying to be? Because because you know it's like that tough times, tough men bullshit. Like it's said a lot by boomers, even though they're the oh, weaklings. Because yeah. it's World I War Two ASWs. <laughs> yeah, them too. Them too. Them and boomers. Yeah. Good but, times make soft men, and the soft men. But make the boomers bad are the soft people because they were born <laughs> after World War Two. It doesn't make sense. Like it's the World War Two people that's usually referring to, right? Hey, the tough they had to live without a smartphone. Hey, yeah, we participate. They participated in Vietnam, uh, kind yeah, of. Yeah, boomers don't not, realize that they, they having experienced a, an unprecedented a, boom in the economy. Yeah, and not like, having a pocket phone was my personal Vietnam, well, you could say. 
<laughs> so not being able to get a venti caramel macchiato frappuccino <laughs> with extra soy milk was my own Vietnam. Oh wow, so, that's a bad. So one. what do you guys think about the the poem? Do you guys do you guys think it's okay? I mean, yeah, it's good. Okay, it, it, maybe not as good as the first. <laughs> not even yeah. close, but it's it's a little it's a little goofy. I don't think it was uh, atrocious. So honestly, here, here are the two reviews they got. Not Sailor Soul wrote on April 11th of 2005. Damn straight. TTD LTMD. <laughs> oh, no. Damn, Guys, this, they straight. tried to like make this a thing. Yeah. A- ASWs are breeding. Then, it's trending. <laughs> and then uh, Damn ASW for Life. Propaganda poems. <laughs> Secret Poet for Life wrote in April 12th of 2005. Again, you've left me speechless. Again. This poem rocks my socks. Great job as wow, usual. Your dedicated fan. Very positive in the comments. Very positive section. reviews. Please have my babies. Um, so I'm surprised they're okay. How do you guys feel about Fabula MC so far? Are we gonna do another one? Another round? I would like yeah. I would like to get one more from this yeah, person. I'm curious another I got, I got, an- I got another one. Can we have a can we have a later one? Like a newer iteration yeah. of it? Like uh so this one, one was published May eighth in two thousand five. <laughs> okay. And it's okay. called A Woman's Beauty. Oh oh. Oh god. And uh, it says uh the, they the must subtitle be under is fifty pounds. A woman's Super beauty skinny. is skin deep. Uh <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> this guy is like a, an incel. I don't know. He's this is very an, this is like incel before yeah, they like... existed. Oh yeah, he's a pre-cell. He's so, a pre-cell. <laughs> so he can't here, go their own way. He, he wasn't What's an right? incel at that point, but you know, once the movement developed, he's probably now. But, you know, well, well probably now no, he's dead. Yeah, no woman, so, no woman. I, I won't date a woman under eight. You know, an eight, but you know, but, no woman like over eight an eight old? will date me. <laughs> oh yeah, I was thinking years old. I was like, "What?" <laughs> I, I I would hope so. Uh, I thought I thought it was an well, eight in the hotness. Ga- Damn it! Why do all my jokes no have wonder to be I'm implied in to be pedophilia? <laughs> I, I won't date oh, below an eight. It's like, oh, uh, congratulations. So this one, it's like I the guess. fourth time I try to make a joke and it ends up being <laughs> pedophilic. Damn it! <laughs> so coincidence. This Ancient one... astronaut theorists say go. <laughs> so this one also has some reviews. So we get to see what other people Look, thought about if it. You want to be a priest? I'm not going to stand in your way. <laughs> God That's damn what it. you're saying. <laughs> Hidden somewhere in the minds of girls, there lies a beautiful woman, clear as pearls. What many men judge is the looks and appearance, while the many women don't think about their physical clearance. Beauty is skin deep, it's as simple as that, written in white and black. Are the magazines that get them twisted, baby please don't listen, to the product of your demise, it's no surprise. Remain strong in this world of sex appeal, most of the men will go crazy and kill. For a good looking girl, those are the ones getting abused, you caught his eye, and now you're his tool. So is this, this is like a... Is this like a trying to be woke pre-incel? Right, it's almost yeah, like not it's, because it's like it's still incelly, but it's like that savior complex incel. Like, oh, yeah. I, if I could just save all the women from the bad guys, right? Like, oh, yeah, they're, they're shallow, but it's because you know it's not because women are you know like the incels now. Like, oh, women are just shit, but it's like, right. oh, I could save yeah the savior, right? Yeah, like it, it's oh, kind of like save the, women the people- from their horrible ways of being. Super yeah, and, and they have that fantasy of like finding a prostitute and like saving her from the street and like right turning so, her life around. So we yeah. agreed this guy's just a pre-sell, you know. <laughs> I yeah, sounds like it. That's what's happening. Okay. So this guy's also got some reviews. Uh, 
Yeah. On May 8th of 2005, Grey Angel reviewed a woman's beauty as, you have a way with words. Very good. <laughs> and Secret Poet for Life, the Uber fan from the last one, wrote on May 9th, 2005, yeah, okay, I'm totally freaked out. <laughs> I so just had one of those psychic moments. Whoa. Oh. Smack me, will you? Jesus. What? What are they talking yeah, about? What? I really don't understand what it means. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I'll, I'll say this about that second poem. It was better than the first one in terms, not like content wise, because they're both bad in terms of the message, but in terms of like the uh, the the wording and stuff. I think the second one was a lot better because it didn't have cheesy uh, rhyming for one. Yeah, but yeah. So he's improving. The message isn't improving, but the the writing is. <laughs> Maybe he writes, you know, uh, incel poems these days, just straight up. Okay. Well, so, uh, probably any thoughts about Fabula MC? <laughs> no. Okay. Let's move on to the next poet <laughs> I have lined up. His name is Ezreal. I'm pretty sure it's a okay. guy, but I'm not 100% on it, but I'm pretty sure he's a guy. Um, he joined in May 2002, wow. so he's, he's been around for a while. Oh, wow. Uh, Old his, I'll read you his bio real quick. Was this written in cuneiform? So this is all... You would write poems in machine code back in those early internet days? No, just <laughs> ones and zeros. So now we're getting into territory of... I haven't read some of these poems, so we're, gonna, we're playing a little loose, playing a little loose here. Um, here's his bio. God is my help. The thinker dies, but his thoughts are beyond the reach of destruction. Men are mortal, but ideas are immortal. William okay. Lipman. So, Music so, is the only language in which you cannot say a mean or sarcastic thing. John Erskine. I, that's not true. You can say mean things in music. Yeah. Um, yeah, have you never seen a Machine Gun Kelly's diss of Eminem? <laughs> <laughs> when you look into a woman's eyes, what do you see? You see a phantasmic blur of color in the iris, and you seemingly see into her soul through those eyes. Search her face and find something you've never seen before. Beauty is in the detail, and only with a dedicated searching you can find every exquisite facet of her being. So this guy's okay. definitely trying to get the ladies. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, we're, so we're rouletting it now? This isn't even like, uh, you haven't even well, we'll start, we'll start vetted this content now? Uh, this one I have vetted, so we'll start with the one I vetted. It. Okay. Uh, it was published on October 15th, 2003. Uh, it's called As It Seems, subtitled, Women Confuse Me. <laughs> a million ways to look... <laughs> a million ways to look at life. I've chosen but one for me, and every time I see myself, I see what I can be. But there's something different nowadays. A girl's entered my life, and just when I thought I'd gotten it straight, there's nothing there but strife. So I ask and get no answer. So I cry and I get no response. And I pray and pray and I fall on my knees. God, is she the one for me? She's everything I'd ever asked, everything I'd ever dreamed. But one thing that I know is this, all isn't what it seems. Does she like me? Does she like him? Who really knows it all? I guess the only way to learn really is to fall. So I ask and I get no answer. So I cry and I get no response. And I pray and pray and fall on my knees. God, is she the one for me? I lose sleep, I lose time, I lose my thoughts and dreams. They all revolve around this girl, life isn't what it seems. So I ask, will I get an answer? So I cry, can I chance to ask? And I pray and pray and I fall on my knees, God, is she the one for me? 
Charlie's giving me a weird look. Why? Well, <laughs> Did hate he it. get an answer? <laughs> uh, I don't know it. what the answer is. Did God comment on this on this poem? There's a review, so we can take. Is it from Jesus? He, he should uh, talk to his girlfriend or God. something. I don't know. Is it even his girlfriend? Because yeah. it doesn't sound. There's like no it. way to know how women feel. Um, well, how does, does she like that guy? Talk, yeah. Just, Usually, I get uh, based on my experiences. You get them wine and chocolate, and you know their experience is happy. Like um, you know. <laughs> So they're basically, you know, animals. You just got to give them the proper right, nutri- you just, the, nutrients. The imp- input. Look, all humans are animals. Pro- proper input leads to proper output. Well, right. They're machines. Like yeah, yeah. They just need the proper nutrients, and they're good it's just the formula for yeah, good. Which is wine and chocolate. Well, wine and chocolate. Absolutely, that's girl nutrition right there. And for so, guys, it's blowjobs and beer. <laughs> and so, football. Okay. Do you guys? Do you guys think this is an okay song? I guess it's a song. <laughs> Not it's really a, sure. Oh, it's supposed to be a song. Well, I mean, it's, it's structured like a song, I you said kind a song. of. Are you saying a psalm or a song? Song. Like S O N G. It's uh, kind of structured like a song. Like it's got a chorus and stuff. Yeah, it's a poem, but like, yeah, yeah. Of, I guess. See, it it's is, more. Yeah. It's more structured like a psalm. See, see, that makes more sense as a song because I was really annoyed he kept repeating that, but that was just the uh, the, the what you would call. Yeah. It. Uh, it's a psalm chorus. Chorus. That was just the chorus. So in a song, it'd make more sense because the song's you know more s- slow and drawn out. But in poem form, that was really obnoxious. I'm not saying so, it's good. I'm just saying that. Particular- okay, so you guys weren't huge fans of this one. Nah. Okay, no. so here are the not reviews very- for it. Neither in content nor in how it's written. Please have my babies. You're the best writer ever. It's God commenting. I can't believe I got a mention. Wow. <laughs> Look, bro. She doesn't like you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. David Blades wrote on October 15th, 2003. David Blades sounds like a superhero. Yeah. We might have to look at his poetry after this. Yeah, see, let's do it. (laughs) I know how you feel. Well, how the character feels. I've been looking for the words myself, and it rhymes, too. I find it next to impossible to communicate cohesive, planned thoughts that make sense. Use vocab and rhyme. You have done that. Envy. He has envy. So this guy, person couldn't find another poem guy, to express that same right, thing. This much guy is better. less coherent than this guy because he couldn't make this poem. So oh my yeah, gosh! Yeah, we got Yeah, we have to. Uh, gosh, so got, what is he? What is he writing about? That's like the most relatable thing possible. Like, ooh, I, does this girl like me? Like, uh, David Blaze doesn't have any poems, sadly. Ah, uh, damn it. The other person uh, that is. Um, left to review is bringing home the bacon who wrote on october 15 2003 wow neato man yeah women are pretty complex but sometimes we don't even understand ourselves so one should really not try besides if the girl you decides on someone who's not you understand yourself great life <laughs> or women besides if the girl decides on someone who's not you don't waste time on her however if she does rejoice dude great song oh, man hang, find a good hang. Kids, a little life lessons. What you need to do is you need to become their friend when they pick someone else. Then after those years, they trust you enough that they decide to make you the mistake they have that one night. And then you Remember, guys, tell all your shoulder friends, to cry on becomes a dick to ride on. <laughs> <laughs> I need that as a shirt. <laughs> Find a guitar Don't melody Don't be an for A's SW, buddy. Also, read me too. So that's that guy's review. He liked it. Read me too. Um, God, everybody likes the poems every time so far in those comments. Uh, so bring it home the bacon. I pulled up his poetry. Let's see what we can find. I mean, there are people here. that like the tal- the you know, Talon brothers. Horrible life. So this horrible life lessons guy. He has poems. 
I mean, this is back in 2003, so, I mean, think about it. If, if you're part of an online community, it was so small back then and isolated that yeah, was everyone like, was, like, super supportive of right. each other. Yeah, because you didn't want to be right, like, yeah. fuck you, bro, this is shit, because then, yeah, yeah. everybody be like, that guy's exactly. an asshole. We all know him, because there's, like, yeah, this is before social media people existed. on the internet. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> right, right. Literally, I mean. Okay, so bringing home the bacon, uh, here's their, uh, their bio. Well, um, let's see here. <laughs> My name is Whitney. I'm 15 and in high school. Whitney. I'm usually cheesy and depressed, so go ahead and read my crappy mess. Ah, okay. I am so a poet. Please bear in mind, I'm not good about updating my stories and songs, but well, I do you know, try, and the rest of my story will come in due time. Hey, you know, uh, this that, guy's turned me around a little, but he's self-aware. He's 15. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, if he's giving out horrible life advice, he's 15. So now it makes sense, at least. It's not some... Yeah, well, some, I mean, he's 15 when it's he It's not some 30-year-old ASW, you know, giving you life she, advice about... I don't know. I thought you said Whitney. Whitney, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he or she. Like, yeah, whichever it is. But, he or she. Well, I mean, also, it's so crazy to think, because that person's, like, in their thir- like 30, 30 32, now, yeah. Or yeah. whatever. So... They're old, older than us. <laughs> Anybody here, so... <laughs> So I, uh, I found I'm, I'm going to try and avoid the angst poems that are like labeled angst just because oh, yes, my experience that. that leads to a lot of cutting and I don't want to read about people cutting themselves. So okay. uh, I'll try and find uh, right, this. Yeah, guy. let's lighten the mood, not bring Cow- down. This Nebel. one has got a lot of reviews. It's called Exotic. And okay. it's subtitled as there's an extremely attractive blonde hanging sexually upon my wall, smiling up upon my sad room taking me to where he is and beyond enjoy that's a very long subtitle that should not be called that's (laughs) like in the 1800s when they would name their books it would just be the entire thesis of the book so i guess this is like also kind of like like a song a wealth of nations is actually Uh, yeah wealth of nations is actually just keeps on going and going a discourse under the causes and nature (laughs) and of the yeah of the wealth of nations Uh, yeah etc etc (laughs) do you guys ready to hear something bringing home the bacon poetry Oh, I was born ready to hear this. So Your breath... I, I'm waiting for more horrible life advice I'll follow. Your breath presses my own, pretending to claw your chest. All that stands between us is a mountain of poster plastic and rest. Why do you leave me here, in this bed of flowers? They die upon touching me, below, below, bellow tales of failing towers. Die, lovely, die. Die within me, die around me. Bury our bodies in in wilting flowers. Marvel at the strength of your powers. Stepping outside your plastic frame is held only within dreams for me. You touch my face. I tremble at the visions that won't leave me be. Fleeting sights of your eyes lie behind the jungle of your blonde locks. How I long to run my fingers in your hair. Ignore the ticking of mortal clocks. Die, lovely, die. Die within me. Die around me. Bury our bodies in wilting flowers. Marvel in the strength of your powers. You are the sun, I am your lonely chair. Come to me from beyond the sea. Place yourself before my glare. Die, lovely die. Die within me, die around me. Bury our bodies in molting flowers. Marvel in my strength of your powers. Die me, die with me, my lovely. Die with me, my only. Die with me, my exotic beauty. So, it's a poster. Yeah. <laughs> like of Zach Efron or something. Yeah, it's a poster. Right, yeah, it's very... She's a little dramatic about it, I'd say. Nah, nah. (laughs) Right, so she's like sitting on her bed, yeah, staring at this poster. Probably jilling off. So how do you guys feel about that one? 
Um, it, it's it's better than some of the other ones we read. Yeah, yeah, it's better, okay. yeah, it's better than the last guy. I guess right, it, not the okay, first yeah. person. That person stomps everybody so far. Oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, for Arceo. sure. And I don't love the the content, but it's it's written better. At, it, at yeah. least it's the, at least the content's better than the last guy, though. It's not like oh, just like sure. oh, women should <laughs> help the man so, in the relationship. So we got some reviews here. Still not great content, but. We have uh, Echoes of Chaos wrote in September 28th of 2003. Sounds like a Samus game, like a Metroid <laughs> Prime Echoes of Chaos. <laughs> this is a really cool poem. Only critique I having for you is the last stanza you actually put your where it looks like you're supposed to put you. Nice work. Um, then next we have the That Ed Kid wrote in September 28th, 2003. Wow, this is really good. Me likes this one lots. And thank you so much for the nice review. Bearing... Bury our bodies in wielding flowers, merely and share the power. That's my favorite part of this song. Keep up the good work. <laughs> um, Ghost Shadow wrote in September 28, 2003, really nice mix of the morbid and the longing. It flows really nicely. Really well done. Thanks for reviewing my work. Please drop by any time. <laughs> These sound These like... people are so friendly. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like you're talking to your neighbors. Yeah. Um... C-Shot wrote in September 28, 2003, well, the title dragged me in and the writing kept me good reading. Very good. Okay. Haxor wrote in September 29th, 2003, die, lovely, die, die within me, die around me. I really, I don't really need to say anything else. It's a great chorus. 7.5 out of 10. Oh, and Pure Origin was about date rape, just so you know. <laughs> oh, what? Wait, what? <laughs> okay. No. I feel like we missed something here. <clears throat> and Dale Gribble wrote, I do not understand this poem. No. <laughs> Soul uh, wrote in September 29, 2003, Miss Whitney does it again. Do you have a poster of a- Alien on your wall, maybe? Mm? Uh, okay. <laughs> Nizzles wrote on October 8, 2003, Wow, what a capitally mom upside down. That was awesome. Dude, my stuff is poo-poo compared to yours. <laughs> Dies multiple times until resurrects as a leaf. Okay, sorry, I'm rambling, but I love your poeing. Clamps many times and glomps. Moo wee! Pure genius. What language is this? Hoo wee. My stuff's poopy to yours. Extra rambling note. Damn, Jose. (laughs) Wow, we sure got one heck of a poem right here. Uh, bringing home the bacon wrote her own. Uh, wait, what? Huh? Okay, so Whitney's friend wrote a review for Whitney's poem using Whitney's account. Supposedly. Supposedly, because bringing okay, home the bacon yeah. on, wrote on October tenth, two thousand three. Awesome wording, an idea to your poem. Good luck, Lydia. By the way, I'm Whitney's friend. Smiley face. Uh, ponytail. Go- I'm a biased review. <laughs> Uh, Ponytail Goddess wrote that's on October really sad 10th, if that's her 2003. Wow, your phrases are awesome. I really like this piece. Good work. And finally, we have Mistress D wrote on February 24th, 2004. I love the course put within this. It's almost delicate, but not exactly. So I think we have time to look at one more poet. poet. And I think it should be Nizzle. Did you have one uh, proper gent or something? Or did you just want to... Oh, yeah. I, I said I had one. Oh, you have one? Mm-hmm. Proper gent? Uh, yeah, you guys hear oh, me? So- Hello? Yep. Yeah, we can. Yeah, I'm yeah. setting it up. I'm just all right. You guys ready for this? Yeah. Okay. I found this, and this is a poem I wrote 
in the eighth grade. <laughs> okay. Oh. oh. Self-submitted. Ooh, you should have kept that secret. Self. No, uh, no, because I didn't want you guys to be mean to me. <laughs> nice. Being practical here. <laughs> Man, this fucking, this fucking loser. Yeah, like the right? first stanza, we just eviscerate it. <laughs> I would have to start crying. I'd like close my be, mic uh, out, but I'd still be recording by me, the, you know, this thing that you guys would just hear. Just by. crying in the corner. fucking asshole. <laughs> we'll, we'll be 10% nicer. <laughs> All right. This was called Children of Adam. Okay. Uh, I must have written this for a creative writing class or something. Uh, there was a theme I did for it. I want to see if you guys can figure it out, though. I thought it was clever at the time. Okay. All right. <clears throat> me, me, me. It was once sought, broken throughout time. Old for years, now fought. Long drought and crime. Ignite, flame, passion, blame. Morning light brought to shame. Loud sirens blare, vision impaired, holding on to night. Drain there, void of care, blurriness to sight. Roaring plains that had soared so often. Endless potential to the damned, forgotten. Now, a power wielding beyond imagination. Only for a singular purpose, devastation. For, bar- for barraging bombs blast the Stone Age past, and quakes below on this unforgiving earth, torn asunder, gone, all of one's worth, on their knees, begging the false gods, miserable fools, death comes for all. That's it. Okay. okay. So it's about masturbation? It's... <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Exactly what it's about. Every single word that I did, like here, I I might be able to post this, but it's spelled out. It's spelled out "Children of Adam" on the thing. Okay. Whoa, that's cool. Yeah, the first line, first letters. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, First line, first letter of each line. Yeah. Audio people listening. Um, yeah. To everyone. <laughs> Audio people listening. People, if you're watching the video, I have some questions. Uh, visuals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Check out our live stream. <laughs> yeah, visual people, you know, you're staring at a screen with no sound. So you, you see idiot. it. So you couldn't even see it. <laughs> idiot. So that was pretty good. That was not bad. Yeah, was a lot better than most of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So we have time for one more. Um, I, I I can guarantee you my poems from eighth grade are worse. So this like English is um this is written by that was my heart on Fiction Press through joined May twenty March twenty sixth two thousand and three, and this one's called Women and Men. <laughs> God, okay, again we're going. Men and w- see, I have some stories about World War Two. He has stories about women and men. <laughs> Women and men. Uh, to be fair, that's probably what ninety percent of this poems on this website is going to be relationships. Women are no. weird because they have a vagina, and I don't understand that. <laughs> I don't with understand. A, with a lady. title like "That's My Heart," I was expecting it to be some sort of like surgeon instructional video, <laughs> but uh, we'll see. Yeah. Okay. That was my heart. You took it out. Right. Yeah. Now I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a relationship is a lot like heart surgery. You know, they rip your heart out and you die. <laughs> so this is a teen-rated, fun, humorous poem written, okay. written in 2004. Perfect. 
man, super old school still. People not write poems anymore? <laughs> that early two thousand. So 2000 to right. 2005. That's what I think of when I think early 2000s, poetry writing. <laughs> and Green Day. Those damn youth and their poems. This is the soft generation. We need some hard boys again, like back in the good old days. Well, let's let's see if this is a hard hard gal. I hate men. I really do. They're <laughs> conniving, evil bastards who always have hidden agendas and hidden girlfriends who call the house at three in the morning. Not to mention the unavoidable bicker, which though you, the woman, will always win, he, the man, will always succeed in pissing you off <laughs> in the process. So you contemplate murdering him, but realize he pays half the rent. <laughs> I hate women because we're bitches that obsess over ourselves in the mirror and are tempted to sneer anorexia to anybody whose body does not sport humanistic flaws because everything, everything is a divine competition to us. So instead of that lovely sneer you smile and offer that other bitch a drink, you will hope she chokes on it because her dress costs more than yours and she's flirting with two different men at the same time. Whore. That works really well with men, actually. It's a it's the double flirt maneuver. Works super well. Hey. Just some good life advice. So a three way. How do you guys feel about that? Middle, it's a me way. Is that it? That's it, yeah. Uh okay. seems uh quite deprecating. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, not very very sexist. Always well, but, around. Well, but I mean it's like she hates both sexes a lot. No, it's super sexist because she's yeah. sexist against men and women very excessively. I have a black friend. All men but. are fucking monsters. <laughs> fuck ladies, like on the side, but also all women are bitches. It's yeah, like, it's like, just okay. an ignorant viewpoint. Just very doesn't, yeah, it doesn't make you better. It just makes you sexist against both <laughs> genders. That yeah, I think I think they just hate people. <laughs> it's like the enlightened I, centrist I hate those people that like <laughs> right enlightened you know centrist those... sexism. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey like, guys, make you both not... sides are stupid. <laughs> yeah, both sides are fucking my it's like but that's still why are we hanging on the enlightened centrist that's my <laughs> that's my old shtick <laughs> so this Yo, one when it comes to sexism pick a side is what i'm saying so sex is against how do you gender. think people are going to review this one i got two reviews uh, here how do you think people liked it i mean they've liked everything we've <laughs> been saying, so far, yeah so. i would be surprised is, 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 is this where the say, line yeah. is drawn it was very you know aggressive even weird because uh, even that poem where it's like, oh, I die, like with the poster or whatever, it wasn't aggressive about it. You know, right. It was like all weird and dour, but it, this was the most aggressive poem. So maybe people don't like that. So maybe that's the line. Logical Unreason wrote on July 13th, 2004. <laughs> Great name. <laughs> Society keeps women down. Like <laughs> that's why I love being a man. But seriously, girl, you tapped. Whoa, whoa, what? Wait, what? Can you say that again? Society keeps women down. That's why oh, I love being a man. But seriously, oh, girl, shit. you have to start being more of a don't trust anyone kind of person. Guys see girls as sex. Girls use sex to make guys fall in love. Guys use love to get sex. I could go into Freud and his theory of universal <laughs> penis envy, but that's a step too far. <laughs> This was definitely written by a high schooler. Or, you know, yeah. Or just, you know, girls and guys like to have sex. And it's that simple yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Um, Gee, you're slut shaming, bro. It's like, yeah. It's like, talk- yeah, because that's also like, oh, the only reason women the would have sex. The only reason a woman would have sex. Like, uh, no, sometimes not for, I mean, I, 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 not for the sex. Not for the sex. This is crazy. 
Sex feels good. I nope. mean, I, and that's men wouldn't do nice opinion. thing for ladies unless they were right. you know, going to maybe get sex. You know, it doesn't have to be guaranteed, but uh, at least right. There's yeah. no reason to help someone out. Like if right. I if an old lady's crossing the street, I'm like, I don't want to fuck that old lady. Yeah, I'm not gonna help her. Exactly. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, if I helped her, she might try to give me the sex. Well, if she doesn't I have any teeth. That. That, I mean, who knows? <laughs> might, might work out. Might get some action going on in a different way. But. So, and then the other review we have is from August 29, two thousand six. And it's from Ebonic Cinderella, <laughs> which is an interesting name. I, I, I like it. I really like this I, one I about like women. It. Really made me smile. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, of course, Bubonic Cinderella is going to like the no, toxic not bubonic, story we have Ebonic. Here. Oh. Oh. Damn. I don't like. I liked Bubonic Cinderella, not whatever you just said. Uh, yeah. Uh, so. Wow. Wait, how I, do feel, I, end up in- I feel enriched. So it, we finally had somebody give some back talk to the bad ideas being presented. Like, not the bad poem, just the bad. Which I wouldn't say no, bad. the person was saying that the girl should be even more misanthropic. Yeah, it seemed completely supportive. Sorry, what? They said. The guy was saying that she should stop trusting everybody because guys only fuck, only see girls oh, with sex. Girls only part. use sex to fall in love and guys use that love to have sex oh sorry it's all a yeah, sex I, circle no you're right i just completely spaced out because i was thinking for a second he's being like whoa you're not trusting anybody that's you know and he's saying she shouldn't he's saying to give e- even more into it it's like it seems yeah, pretty established deeper. here in this poem that this person hates everybody. well so that was a poetry session uh we might, we might we're gonna have to think we're gonna have to do another poetry session in the future because that was you pretty should fun. bring back that first author for the next poetry section. Are they were good. Yeah, oh, they were yeah, good. Sure. Their poems were interesting and uh, good. I also, I, I mean, I thought Fabula MC had some good rhymes, uh. <laughs> as Susian as it was. Uh, so, any last thoughts about the poems, you guys, before we head out? Uh, yeah, just bring back that first person for the next poetry slam. Okay. And uh, yeah, and a lot of uh, bad ideas being thrown around here, though. I will say that. That's like, geez, <laughs> more so than any of the stories we've read. We haven't had that shit being in the stories, except for the one today. But yeah, well, this is a good time. Uh, I guess uh, any plugs? Anyone need to plug anything? Like, oh, uh, yeah, I would like to plug uh, fire plugs. Fire plugs? Yes. Okay. Uh, that's uh, fire hydrants for the layman. Oh, okay. Those oh, are plugs. Yeah. Yes. So I didn't know I, that. The, I would actually like to plug something else. Referred to as plugs. Okay. <laughs> you know, I need to plug something also. There's like a hole in my wall, and the ants have been invading the cabin. Oh, the that's a good plug. That's a good. So plug. I want to plug that. I should get you know get to that right after this. Honestly. Uh, proper gent. Any plugs for you? Uh, just check us out on Patreon as well too. Make sure you always say ASW. Yeah. Or AWS. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So if anything yeah. is to be taken from this podcast, we want we need ASW, to make ASW, the Army Surplus Warrior, to be an internet term that's thrown around. It's the new thing that everyone's talking about. Yeah. Use it all the time, even if it doesn't make sense. In fact, that makes it better. You know, just anyone vaguely, you know, well, trying to be People use SJW when it doesn't make any sense. Exactly. Yeah. Just thrown around for everything and anything, no matter what. So just use ASW in that way. People let's will get, catch on. Let's get this trending, guys. Yeah. <laughs> get it trending. And let me go ahead and do one last shout out. Ah! Hey, the stories, you know, they might take off. And if you have any other stories you think might take off, feel free to email them to us at barrigedinpodcast at gmail.com. 